whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we have a special guest joining us. Cody is back. (laughs) Yes, hi, I'm here. (laughs) Welcome back. You haven't been on the show in a really long time, I feel like. I so I was on last season. Yeah. But I don't remember what ep well, oh graduation. Apparently I'm just gonna be here for graduation. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're just here for our graduation apps now, I guess. Yeah, that's a thing I do now. Um yeah, so Cody Keplinger is here with us today and we are going to be talking about season nine, episodes twenty through twenty-three, Degrassi Takes Manhattan, the movie. <laughs> The bananas shit show that was so fun and so crazy. Just, I screamed. I watched the first (laughs) half of the episode on Thursday night, and then I was like, oh, I'm tired. And then I went to sleep, and I watched the second half of the episode last night, and I spent the entire time screaming. So I've seen this before. I watched this the first time, or I watched the second half of it the first time a few years ago, right after I uh, left college. I was in, I just moved to New York City and I had Teen Nick on because I saw Degrassi was on. I was like, oh, I wonder what's going on in Degrassi now. I haven't watched this in a couple of years. And it was the end of this movie. And I remember that was the first time I ever heard about the Spinner Emma thing. And I was like, what is happening? Who are these people? I didn't know Jane. I didn't know any of them because I had dropped off before that. Um... And then I ended up catching back up and then doing a massive rewatch a couple of years ago of like everything that had happened so far. And then I got to this movie and I'm like, nope, not less weird. It's it's still it's still it doesn't make it doesn't make better sense with context. <laughs> it's really bananas. It um, just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> just the whole damn thing. Oh, we, I have a lot of thoughts. It's, oh, my God. <laughs> we start out with a montage, and Jane is singing over the montage, and all of the members of Janie and the Studs featuring Peter Stone are, like, running out of the halls, like, Are we outside. starting? Are we skipping the summary? Oh, it's so long. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't notice. <laughs> we have a formula, Kelsey. <laughs> I'm I'm looking I was at about it. to say, I feel like something is missing I'm, here. Well, I'm just, I'm looking at it, and it's a paragraph. All right, let's do this. It's a, it's two, a two-hour hour movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Also, it just says, the end of the school year and graduation arrives, but gets off to a rocky start when Spinner finds out Jane cheated on him with Declan, and the dot goes up in flames. <laughs> All right. I mean, to be fair, those things did happen back to back. They did, but there wasn't even a comma. I don't know. Jane is invited to live in the penthouse suite in Manhattan with Holly J, Declan, and his sister Fiona and gets invited to front an indie band. I'm slightly offended that Fiona still has to have a and his sister, considering she's been on the show just as long as he has. But. She's, she's autonomous. But also, like, I'm inserting commas where commas aren't, so I'm <laughs> just... I'm here for... All of it. All right. Holly J is about to start her internship at TVM and also finds out that Fiona will be interning there as a result of her jealousy to Holly J's time with Declan. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But who fucking wrote this? All right. In an attempt to cheer up Spinner, Emma, Manny, and Jay kidnap him, in quotes, and take him to a casino hotel in Niagara Falls. After a drunken night, Emma and Spinner find themselves married and try to navigate their muddied feelings for each other. I think it says muddled. 
Mm, it does. I just can't see. <laughs> I mean, they both work. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> it, it is indeed what <laughs> happens. From start to finish. Um, um, it's the last appearance of several people, I yeah, think. Yeah, here I can list all of them. Final appearances of Miss Atsalakos, Jay Hogart, Christine Nelson, Emma Nelson, Manny Santos, Danny Van Zant, Liberty Van Zant, and Jane Vaughn. So we're losing a lot of people. Now, we're going to be doing a lot of eulogizing. Emma and Liberty do come back in next class for yeah. that reunion. Yeah, we haven't been doing that, though. Because, yeah. like, the same thing with Craig and, you know, Marco yeah. and stuff. We just... It's their last next-gen appearance. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is a goodbye to a lot of people. I already miss Jay. I'm already sad about I'm it. I'm really bummed out about know. it. And this Jay does not come back in next class. And no. I'm, at least not yet, and I'm still hoping for well, it. Well, Manny hasn't come back either, so. No. And I'm like, come on, Cassie. Maybe Steele. they're both just still, like, married in L.A. or something in Degrassi Universe. I don't know. That's all That's I want. That's what I choose to believe. Well, no, we know Manny was... She didn't appear, but we know she was like the the character was supposedly at the reunion because her song her performance got cut because it was depressing. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a joke in there, and I'm like, <laughs> you make a joke about Manny being here, but she the actress is not here, and it's really sad. Oh, but well, they don't mention Jay, which upsets I guess me. We'll have to just see. Um, but yeah. Oh, but the episode so it's Degrassi Takes Manhattan. Apparently it airs as the rest of my life in syndication. I could not find a song associated with that, so I'm not doing the thing. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Jane sings over a montage, guys. Um so my first note that I wrote down is who actually does real work on the last day of school? Because the teacher's like expecting them to answer questions and stuff, and I'm like yeah, we were just watching movies in the last day of school. The teachers expected nothing out of us. Yeah, no. No, zero, zero. Oh, they are, like, playing games and stuff. It's not, like, legit, but it, they are, like... Yeah, I, I think they're playing, like, some kind of Jeopardy game, but still. Yeah, it's still, I was just like, we didn't do this. We mostly just signed yearbooks and watched movies. And then school lets out and everyone comes running out and suddenly Janie and the Studs featuring Peter Stone, I am always going to say the full name, (laughs) are playing on like a stage and there's like beach balls being thrown around. Who organized this? They're just outside the school. Who organized this? Who like got the stage? Who... Like, just, there's so much setup involved, and it seems like they were all pulled out, like, 30 seconds before they were meant to go on. So who was organizing this? I mean, so in my, we didn't really do it in high school, but in, like, elementary and middle school, on our last day, we would have what was called field day, where we just all go out onto the lawn, and, like, there were games, and, like, stuff was happening. We never had a musical performance, because we didn't have really any bands that the school would deem appropriate. (laughs) Um, But... Like, it kind of reminded me of something like that, except that was during school hours. This appears to be after school. And I'm like, I'm like, first off, who on the last day of school sticks around after school, even if there is a a concert No, I'm like, no, I'm going home by summertime. See you later, Janie and the Studs (laughs) featuring Peter Stone. Maybe it is during school. Who knows? Maybe it's like during lunch. Um, I don't know. One of my other notes here, I, I was telling Kelsey and Holland before we started, a lot of my notes in that I wrote down on uh, the other night are about the music. <laughs> but one of my notes is for a girl that's kind of got an alternative, like, punk goth edge with her fashion, Jane's music is extremely pop. Yeah. Like, the song they do, it's, like, called The Great Escape or something that they're doing. It It's not even punk pop. It's just straight up, like, bubbly pop. And really? I'm, I'm, I'm very confused by it because, like, Stude's was not even that poppy. And, like, did, is this Jane's? 
choice? Like, what? I don't understand. I, I'm like, this doesn't sync with the character they've told me Jane is. I blame their trip to California. Oh, my gosh. I also think it's like, the actress can only sing like this, and we're just going to go with that. <laughs> well, I, that's not the end of my music notes. We'll talk about we'll talk about Flashing Midnight later. Oh, God. Um, but then we are with Holly Jane Declan, and they're like, woohoo, we're going to New York this summer. And I think Declan is like, sweltering, super crowded, spontaneous summer. Yay, we're living eight blocks away from TVM. <laughs> Which yeah, I wrote. Inter- like, it's MTV. <laughs> Which, lol. Also, I know where Viacom is, and there isn't, like, anything within eight blocks of there that, like, is, like, a livable space for rich people. Okay, yeah. but this, this... Especially because it looks like it's in Times Square. Like, it's trying to be TRL. It's yeah. clearly trying to be TRL, which TRL was, if not, like, officially over by then, was on its deathbed by the time oh, this totally. aired, which I find fascinating. Although we're bringing it back now, I'm actually, I find confusing. I'm actually okay with bringing it back. I feel like, like, now we're in an era where people want to, like, have nostalgia for the 90s. Yeah. But anyway, I, but in the, this point of the 2000s, it was, like, on its deathbed, like, it officially died around this time. Yeah, probably. Um, but... Also, this I have a lot of thoughts on this movie's version of what New York is like. Um, <laughs> Same, though. But Declan also refers to this as their, quote, summer of love. Right. To which I wrote, who says that? Come on, Declan, we're all rooting for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but then we're really quick with Allie and Claire. And I think Claire, like, says bye to Declan, and it's awkward. He and, calls her prop master Claire, which I find weirdly endearing. Yeah. And then Allie is like, has all of her locker, <laughs> her locker clothing stash that she has to now sneak back into her house, which I thought was funny. I just want to say that I'm really happy you guys love Allie because <laughs> I love Allie. Allie's great. Love Allie. Allie forever. Allie has a really like, having seen all of this, Allie has a really great character arc while still remaining extremely Allie. <laughs> and I love her. Her and Claire's friendship is like one of my favorite things like that Degrassi ever did. Like I actually think that they are an improved version of Emma and Manny. Like Emma and Manny. I can see that. Emma and Manny like had a good friendship but they were frenemies quite often and like I don't know like their friendship was so rocky. Totally. And Allie and Claire have a rocky friendship in a way that feels more natural to me. I, I just oh my god I love Allie and Claire. I'm, that's like one of the things that is going to help get me through to this next season is well, that more and, Allie and Claire. Well, and Holly J is still around next yeah, season. Yeah, and Holly J and Declan are still here, right? I don't, okay, so I'm confused by this. I don't remember when Declan, like they said Declan's going to another school next year at the beginning of this movie. Well, Fiona and Declan technically are still living in New York. Yeah, so I. They have to come back, right? They do. I know Fiona for sure does. I know at some point Declan, like, leaves for a time, but I I don't remember when. But anyway, point being, um, a lot of the characters you've kind of gotten used to are still here. And I, this is the point when I had officially, like, turned on Holly J and, like, went from ugh to, oh, yeah, I really like her. Yeah, I like her now. I hated her at first, but she's fine now. Um, oh yeah, but then we get like the Broadway marquee title card of like Degrassi takes Manhattan. <laughs> and also we learn that Danny is going to Cornell and Jane is the valedictorian somehow. Okay, I found that confusing. Have we ever had any hints that Jane is like valedictorian type? No, not even a teeny tiny bit. Okay. Nope. Like I'm like Danny would make more sense. Yeah, that's yeah, very true. Yeah, I don't know. Also, this is when I realized that Sav is still a junior. Like, I might have known that already, but I like it became apparent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I've always been confused why Jane hangs out with Sav, Holly J, and like that. 
crew, like in Handsome, she was introduced because apparently she's a senior and Sav and Holly J and like most of their friends were juniors. Yeah. I, and anyway. but like Danny and Sav were like besties, but Yeah. I don't know. We didn't have this much crossover with other grades when I was in high school. Like we hung out with them and like <gasps> I will pause for my dog to interrupt. Corey. Corey. Okay, okay. So I have I'm very unclear on everyone's ages all the time. I don't I can't keep track of it. I keep getting confused. Um, so one of the reasons you get confused is because they kind of retconned. So in the or- originally Holly J was supposed to be like basically our age. Like she was supposed to be born in 91, essentially. So she would have graduated in 09. But they decided to extend the seasons to cover multiple right. semesters. So they had direct con. So now she's class of 11, I think. Um, anyway, so that's one reason that the ages get messed up because it's like, wait. Yeah, the double semester thing kind of did that. Um, And then the other thing is that, like, people in this show date people quite a bit younger than them frequently. Like, the fact that Peter is a year younger than Emma will never stop blowing my mind. Because, like, that just didn't happen when I was in school. You didn't really date. Like, girls maybe dated guys that were a year older, but girls never dated guys a year younger. Because we just found them mostly to be immature babies. in high school, a year makes a huge difference. (laughs) It, It really, especially, like, like girls typically mature a little bit faster definitely (laughs) so like i remember when i was a senior thinking junior boys were like babies yeah although i do remember when i was a senior there was this one girl who dated a sophomore which i thought was really weird mostly because my younger sister was a sophomore and seeing any of the boys that she hung out with i was like nope what no what i knew knew guys who dated younger like when i was a senior a friend of mine who was a dude dated a sophomore girl and we still gave him like shit about it all the time but like that made a little more sense i don't know but it's still weird oh yeah i we still like i said we gave him shit for it all the time when i was a junior one of the guys in like my friend group was dating an eighth grader which was gross okay no that's inappropriate (laughs) that goes from being like a little weird to possibly but like if it were a year later then it'd be senior freshman but still weird something about it being eighth grade is weird yep yeah no it's different when they're in middle school no um although when i was in middle school i dated a freshman in high school but it was only like that's that's different that's one year that happened a lot when i was in school yeah but not older than that (laughs) i never dated younger but um my friend when i was a freshman in college and she was the same age as me was dating a high school sophomore oh that's weird that's really uncomfortable we gave her her a lot of shit well i didn't but other people gave her a lot of shit and anytime she went out with him they'd be like are you babysitting it's like when ross dates uh elizabeth exactly (laughs) i just don't know why you would want to date someone in high school when you're not in high school anymore i mean it makes sense if they're like a senior you're like well you're gonna graduate soon and then it's a year apart or like the the spinner jane thing i never thought was that weird although she's technically like two years younger than him because he should have graduated a year earlier than he did yeah i guess that's true but like, that also didn't really bother me that much because, A, he was held back a year, and, B, he just he's still in town, still hang, you know, still in that area. Um, I don't know. That that didn't bother me because it's not like he was, like, gone away. But if any younger than Jane, I would have been like, okay, this is, this is too no. much, yo. Anyway, <laughs> um, then we're talking – we're with um, 
Mrs. Coin. Can we get into fashion, please? Yes, oh, yeah. please. Oh, I have God, a lot hat. of things. Mrs. Coin's wearing a weird hat. She's wearing a birdcage, and I love it. <laughs> it's bananas. That's like something that you wear to like a very fancy funeral or a fancy wedding or the Kentucky Derby or you're going out with the queen. End of list. Those are all the times that that is appropriate, and I love that she's just wearing it to pick her children up from school. She is my style icon. It. That was great. Um, so most of my notes about fashion are about Jay's facial hair. Jay looks great. <laughs> oh my god. Jay looks amazing, and I love his facial hair. I'm like, I was saying before we started recording, Jay was already always pretty good looking, and yet he still had a glow up somehow, which is impressive. <laughs> He's beautiful. Um, Spinner is also looking really good. Um, and- one of my notes is literally Spinner's arms, heart eyes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote, hello, Spinner's arms in that blue tank top. (laughs) Oh, my God, the blue tank top, though. Um, In the same scene with Fiona's mom wearing a birdcage, Fiona is wearing this, like, plaid vest dress that gets weirdly puffy at the bottom. I hated it. Okay, Um, speaking of Fiona clothing, one of my notes is, so in, there's, Corey, we're we're, we're recording. Yeah. Just leave it all in. Um... (laughs) Um, one of my notes is, so there's a scene later where they're, it's Fiona and Holly J and Declan when they come out of Declan's room at like breakfast or whatever. And Fiona wears this outfit for several scenes. What is she wearing? Like at one point she turns and I was like, wait, is her like, is some, it's like they're a shiny belt. Like what is happening? Her whole outfit was just a little, a little, I don't remember. I don't remember, but at the pool party, her bikini is on point. She has a very like. For someone who claims to be, like, a style, like, maven, like, the only good outfit I've ever seen her in is that bikini. It's the only thing that's, like, even kind of on trend. I will say, I think her I fashion... Think the bikini was weird. <laughs> oh, really? I like her bikini. Um, I will say her fashion, much like her personality, does improve over the course of the show. Or at least I thought it did. I also think it was a really weird time for fashion. That's true. So she was probably on trend. It was just all not great. Um, it's a dark time. Um... Jane wears a tiny vest. Oh, yes. I had the tiny vest note. I owned a couple of tiny vests at this exact time in my life, so Same. I can't judge. Um, Declan wears long sleeves, and I'm like, New York in the summer is hot. What is he doing? He, he even said of, it was going to be sweltering. And he wears a lot of long sleeves. New York in the summer is hot as fuck. That said, he also wears a suit at one point, and I'm like, Declan looks great in a suit. He looks great in all things. He really, truly does. The guy that Jane meets in the park that ends up being her weird old man boyfriend for a minute, <laughs> so uh, he's wearing, like, the craziest newsboy cap. Yes! Oh, bad. Yes! I'm like, what is happening? Um, when we see J-Man Newell, he has, like, a big old skull on the back of his blazer. Of course he does. In that same scene, that. Holly J looks straight like she just lifted Blair Waldorf's look. Holly J is trying so hard to be Blair Waldorf. There's a lot of everybody trying to be Gossip Girl when we're in New York in this episode. <laughs> um, let's see what was. Oh, I don't like Manny's bangs. Her haircut, no. like she is so pretty. Half of my notes are literally. Even though I hate Manny's hair, she's so pretty. She's um, just so pretty. She's so beautiful, but her haircut is just not flattering to her face somehow mm-hmm. and i'm like i can't believe they like like if you're acting i can't believe you're like the stylist out there letting you get away with this what's happening i have no idea um i think in the same scene that she's wearing a tiny vest jane is wearing an enormous red belt yes she is you i think that's correct. a different are no, you sure? 
She wears like a plaid tank toppy shirt with like the giant red belt. Fiona, in a similar vein, wears an enormous blue belt that is so bright. Okay, Fiona and Holly J dress up way, way too much for this internship. Yes, they on, do. Because on like the day they go out on the same day, Holly J's wearing like a cocktail-y, like flouncy gray dress, like shiny dress, and then Fiona's wearing like a beaded, sparkly black dress dress i'm like what are you where do you that, think you're going okay the beaded sparkly black dress that's the dress that i was originally talking about because it was okay. like the light caught it in a weird way and like i was like why is her waist shiny what is happening yeah that's what that was then um when emma goes to meet spinner and is like we're gonna play basketball first of all not wearing basketball shoes at all no nope. second of all inexplicably wearing two crosses oh i don't even remember that jane wears a blue zebra sparkly shirt <laughs> When they're, like, practicing with the band. Um, I extremely hate Emma's dress when they're at the casino. It is yellow and unflattering. Nope, I had that note, too. And Mandy's, like, super silky, weird printed dress is also a weird look. I ignored that simply because she and Jay were so cute together. I was like, it's fine. They're adorable. They're adorable, but her dress was also bad. The next day when they are all like, oh, no, you guys got married. Spoiler alert. Um, Manny's dress is terrible. And the lady that they are like, you made us get married when we were drunk, you dummy. Her hair is out (laughs) of control. Okay, wait. She is clearly meant to like represent like Texas. And I'm like, we're in Canada. I'm so confused. I'm confused by everything that's happening. But her hair is crazy. It's her hair like... It looks like, she looks like she's trying really hard to be a scene kid, but she's in her 40s. I'm very confused by the entire scenario. It was also just very large. It's very weird. Um, I hate Spinner's wedding outfit. That's all I wrote for that. <laughs> no no more detail. Um, the next day he has a chain on his jeans. <laughs> I wrote that down. Um, I was fine with that. <laughs> Um, Fiona's dress when she is like super drunk at that cocktail party and has like what I would describe as a meltdown is super good. It's oh, a, I love that it's dress. the best outfit she wears other than the bikini. I forgot about that dress, but it's fucking great. Yeah, no, I love that dress too. I didn't like Holly J's though. No, I wrote down she looks like she's going to the prom. She did. And I'm oh, like. Oh, the green. Yeah. I'm like, if this was a prom dress, I'd like it, but it just, it didn't work. I don't think I have any other fashion notes. Um, I didn't hate Emma's wedding dress. Like, whatever. Emma's wedding dress was fine. I hated spinners. And I understand it's like, this is more of a party than like a wedding wedding. So he's not going to wear a tux. But I didn't like the colors in his suit. But I'm was, like... He wore a black tie on top of a black shirt. Which like, no. is a very specific look that you can only do if you're doing like all black with like an accent or something. Okay, you would just need a better stylist. Like a lavender tie like Jay wears. <laughs> Jay looks great. I was fine with Jay's outfit. <laughs> um, but spinners, it was more the color of his jacket. Like his like his blazer thing that I was like, I don't like this. This is not... It, I don't know. It didn't it didn't work for me. Oh, and Peter's wearing like rolled up jeans with flip flops at the wedding while he's playing his guitar. I mean, they're at the beach. <laughs> but why didn't you just wear like that's? Uh, I feel like it was weird. Just the rolled up jeans, especially since he's one of the only people that knows it's a wedding ahead of time. Exactly. Also, can we talk about Holly J's headscarf when they get into the convertible? Because it is leopard print and crazy, and I definitely have a childhood photo of myself <laughs> like that. That Holland is laughing because she's seen it, and it's great. Um, Thank I God for braces and puberty. Liberty changed her hair, and I'm into it. I'm just into seeing oh, yeah, Liberty it's shorter. again. Yeah. 
it's shorter. I know. It was very good to see Liberty again. And like, what and, is happening? And also, she was everyone in that moment. She had like three lines, and all of them were just like, yep, <laughs> we're with what? you. What? Yeah. I think her exact words at one point were, well, that's unusual. And I was just like, <laughs> I love you, Liberty. I miss you so much. Oh, Holly J wears heels to the batting cages. Oh my god, the batting cages. What the fuck was this movie? I have notes on that too. Um, but yeah, that was most of mine. I just I had several notes about why is Declan wearing long sleeves? Why is Declan wearing long sleeves? Why is Declan wearing long sleeves? Yeah. It would not be. Is that. he like ashamed of his arms? Because I feel like he'd have good arms. I don't understand. Have we seen his arms? Doesn't he always wears like button up shirts and ties? I mean, I know he's trying to be baby Chuck Bass, but, like, even Chuck Bass rolled his sleeves up sometimes. That's very true. Even Chuck Bass wore a polo here and there. Yeah, yeah. He played tennis and wore a polo in one episode, for sure, I remember. (laughs) Like a nice purple polo. (laughs) You can still be eccentric with your short sleeves, Declan. You don't have to die of heat in New York. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. It's not worth it. It's so not... Um, yeah, no, it was, it's just like, it, New York in the summertime gets to a point where it's like, you have to take like two showers a day because you're just, oh, it's terrible. And at least like Holly J and Fiona both like have their arms out at least like they're both like summer attire. So I don't understand like why Declan is not. All right. I'm out of fashion notes and we're still on the first page of my notes, you guys. So. I think the answer to that is they didn't actually film in the summer, so they didn't care. <laughs> no, they did. I remember because they, so they filmed when I was living here my freshman year. I, I remember it was definitely warm out when they were filming. I yeah, well, and also, if it wasn't summer when they were filming here, why were the girls in summer-appropriate clothing? I don't know. Movie magic. Because <laughs> spo- the, the movie takes place during summer. Yeah. So they're like, Ugh, I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Plot we're, holes. <laughs> we're still at the, oh, at yeah. the scene with Miss Coyne. So everyone is going to – wait. I totally. We're with Jay. I just know we saw Jay. No, no that's not yet. Oh my god, we're still on my first page of notes. Yes. Yeah, we had a lot of fashion to go through. Um, so ever so she's just like, yeah, you guys are all staying at the penthouse. Holly Jay's staying in the guest room, and they're like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I won't be there for two weeks, so I, who knows what I know. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and that's that's pretty much the gist of it. My only note for this scene was, you guys, I swear Fiona gets better. I swear. She's she's terrible. awful. She really is. But I, I always forget she was terrible. Cause she ends up becoming like one of my all-time favorite Degrassi characters. And I always forget how terrible she started. But like, I think, I think as the movie goes on, it becomes very clear she is just troubled. <laughs> Yeah. And then Jane and Spinner are together and they're like They're getting fucking tattoos. Uh, they're uh, like, we have our graduation uh, packed, and then they go get tattoos together, which is never a good idea. I just wrote I really hope these aren't matching tattoos. Well, they're not matching, but they're a pair because Jane gets a lock on her lower back and Spinner gets a t- a key on his like upper back. It's a lot and it's they're Oy. both ugly. How would that even work? They would have to lay back to back upside down. It would be like a 69, but pointless. <laughs> um, but then as they. I didn't even think about like the logic of how the lock of the key would work. I was just like, oh, it's a symbol. And then you had to, you had to make it literal. <laughs> That's my move. Um. But then as they're doing this, Jane is like, guess what? I got into Stanford. It's in California. And he's like, what? I thought you were going to stay 
there, blah, and he gets mad and like storms out mid tattoo. Neither, both of those tattoos are really bad. Um, but then we're at graduation and we see that Johnny DeMarco is an honors grad and Danny is surprised. <laughs> Danny is surprised and Johnny DeMarco's like, I read. And we're all like, yeah, Johnny DeMarco reads. <laughs> and then they're like, why are we talking to each other? And they walk away. That was I my favorite it. line. Why are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I like that Degrassi is self-aware about this being weird. Um, also, the only realistic graduation ceremony the school has had, well, at least the location, because it was outside for once, which is where, at least that's what all the graduation ceremonies I've been really? to. Really? My school always did it in our gym. Always. Uh, we wouldn't fit in our gym. No, ours I, was outside. Uh, we, my graduating class was like just over 100 people. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was like 500. And I, I've never been clear how big of a school Degrassi is. That is never That's established true. well. Although they all go up one at a time to accept their that's, that's, diplomas, which is weird. No, that's, no, that's normal. That's at my school, too. You would, like, all sit down and people from the audience would just go up and get it and go sit yep. down one at a time? Well, no, we got in the line and they called their names. Well, yeah, that's how you do it. But they're like... Everybody was just sitting down, and Miss Hotelakis was like, Danny, he's going to Cornell, and he gets up, gets his diploma, and goes and sits down. We would do it about. line by line. Oh, I had a question about that, too. Oh, wait, we skipped ahead, though, because before we get to that, we have the scene where Jay is basically telling Spinner he's Jay! being stupid, and That's I just true. wrote Jay in all caps. Jay's back, and he's beautiful. He looks so good. Oh, my God. And he's like, bro, some girls are just worth the trouble. And Spinner, because Spinner's like, eh, long distance. And he's like, hey, California makes a good booty call or something gross like that. He he points out that when the, the more time they spend apart, when the girl comes back, they really are happy to see you. He and says, I'm just like, don't Jay. He says, absence makes the girl grow happy to see you or whatever he says something like that (laughs) (laughs) but spinner also establishes that he and manny see each other like was it like every like yeah he's like manny's here every other weekend and i'm like i'm so glad that they're still going strong (laughs) um but then he's like oh you know what yeah i'm gonna go i gotta go to her ceremony and then he runs away and jay's like wow i'm good (laughs) jay was meant for scruffy facial hair that's what i wrote definitely i'm like this suits you you look amazing Okay. Um, and then Jane is giving her speech. Oh, wait. I have a question before Jane is giving her speech. Miss Atzalakos announces Danny's school, but not Jane's. What, is she just announcing every other person's school? Is she announcing anyone's school? They did not do that when I graduated. We didn't. No, we we didn't ne- I actually, that is an exact note I wrote was, do schools announce what colleges graduating students are going to? Because if they did that at my school, it'd be the most repetitive thing ever. It'd be like, going to Owensboro Community College. Going to, you know, like, go, going to Western Kentucky University going to like it would be the exact same three schools no yeah my school didn't do that either i think our school newspaper published like where everybody was going based like broke it down that way but but that's also if like you submitted that or something also why is jane just now getting her acceptance letter from stanford it's tv it It always does that they always do this and it's stupid yeah so like you don't find out what college you're going to like the day before graduation um, this happened with Paige last time, too. Oh, yeah. I don't know. They're dumb. Um, but, yeah, then she's, like, about to give her speech, and she's all nervous, but then she sees Spinner in the crowd, and then we don't hear the rest of her speech. Okay, over. I actually <laughs> wrote, LOL, the editing makes it look like Jane just stopped, and Miss Hedselekis got annoyed and cut her off. <laughs> like, Jane, like, pauses, like, getting emotional, sees Spinner, smiles, and Miss Hedselekis is like, 
this pause is too long. Anyway, graduating class. Graduating class. Yeah. Um, I'm just glad we didn't have to sit through Jane's speech. I am too, but the editing still made it hilarious. Um, but then we're at the dot, and Spinner is like, he's interviewing people to take over Holly J's spot, and Jenna applies, and then in walks Emma, and... And I'm just like, stop trying to pretend that Spinner and Emma were ever friends. Oh my god, I wrote that too. I'm like, why is he so happy to see her? They've never been friends. Like, they had, I guess, a chat when she was home and was like, eh, my biking. I dropped out of school. But that was most, but that was mostly, <laughs> eh, my biking. But he was mostly hanging out with the Kelly. <laughs> That's true. And he's like, he's like, Emma Nelson, oh my god, you're back from your back tour. And I'm like, you guys were never friends. Jane You actually legitimately bullied her into Manny. Like, Back Jane acts day. happy to see her too. I'm like, Jane, have you and Emma ever spoken? No. Yeah, I don't know. No. Corey no. agrees. Corey agrees that this is bullshit and ridiculous, and I hate it. Also, um, I would argue Jenna's interview made her seem much more uh, like appropriate for this job than Emma. More qualified, yes. Because yeah. Emma walks in, she's like, I transferred to TU. Um, I don't know. I spend a lot of time in my the cafeteria where the coffee was at school. Well, she does explain all the different ways to make lattes and cappuccinos. But and Jenna shit. had serving experience too, serving pancakes at the or flapjacks <laughs> or something. I don't know. I'm like country I'm, ass whatever. Place I'm like she's they from. try to act like Jenna is from like the south and I'm like is, is this is Calgary the south of Canada? I'm so confused I by think, that statement. I think it is. According to I think Amethyst Beloved was like, yeah, it's like the boonies of Canada. <laughs> um, but I I could be misquoting. But I would argue Jenna would have made a much better choice than Emma. I mean as proven later. Well, yeah. <laughs> Emma cannot be trusted. But also, like, Emma is way too stoked to be working at the dot. I just, she's like, yes. I'm like, really, Dan? And she starts immediately because then Spinner and Jane are like, great, start now. We're going to Declan's pool party. And he Bye. just leaves her, which is the most irresponsible we've He's seen like, Spinner in a long time. Just don't cook anything. Which, famous last words. And then we're at the pool party, and Spinner is grill dad and, like, takes over. And this is where I wrote Spinner's arms, hard eyes. Yes. <laughs> and then we're back at the dot, and Manny comes in. And it's Jane, like, Manny! And it's so exciting. And I was like, please help me. Like, you're an actress in L.A. You know how to make a cappuccino. Which is harsh, but probably true. <laughs> I also love when she hugs Emma, and Jay's like, what am I, chopped liver? Like, I'm like, oh. Remember when you gave her gonorrhea, though? <laughs> you gave me a social disease. It, like, yeah, they're weird for some group when they go to Niagara Falls. It's so weird. Because oh, Manny I, and Spinner used to legitimately date. We know for a fact they have had sex. I That was literally one of my wrote, notes was, uh, lest we forget, Spinner and Manny used to sleep together. <laughs> and Jay gave Emma a social disease. <laughs> like, what this is, is this? This is uncomfortable. Um... And then we're back at the pool party, and Spinner needs to, like, go... Jane and Polly J, like, went off to change, and Spinner's like, oh, I need to find out how to cook this meat for somebody. And he knows exactly how Jane likes her food, but Declan doesn't know how Holly J likes her food. Because Declan doesn't know how to grill. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And Spinner's like, I'll do you a favor. You don't have to embarrass yourself. I'll go ask. And then he, before he goes to ask, he overhears Holly J and Jane, like, recapping the whole Declan-Jane cheating sc- scandal Because thing. that would happen. We would just and sit like, and like, talk about it. To think where we were a couple months ago. Like, 
Like, you're now with Declan, and I'm over that, and we just had a weird thing. Spinner never found out. It's great. <laughs> or something. It's like, just, they're just really... Just oh, laying it all out there. Telling the whole damn story. And then it cuts to poor Spinner's sad He's face. So sad. Which crushed me. I'm like, no, it's Spinner, not sad. But real quick, we jump back to the dot, and there's a bridal magazine there for <laughs> no reason. It's like, what? oh, foreshadowing. I was going to say, the wedding foreshadowing here was ridiculous and extreme. It was like, I think Manny's like, who would do this? And Emma's like, I don't know. I think it would be great to have a wedding or something. And then well, she turns the, on the sandwich maker. They started off with Emma, like, I don't remember if it was Emma or Jane, like, gives, or Holly J. No, not Holly J. It was either Maybe. Emma or Jane gives, like, food to a table. And it's like, congrats on your, like, it's like a bachelorette party, basically, for who for some reason went to the dot. I was going to say, know. who has a bachelorette party? I don't know. But they, <laughs> had, like, they had, like, bridal magazines or, like, a bridal party or something. But they had a bridal magazine. So that was, like, the lead up to that. But then, like, they're looking through the bridal magazine. It's just it's they're laying it on real thick and then they're like oh i don't know how to make the sandwiches spinner says i can't do it and it's a spin witch is what jay calls and it jay's like it's a delicate art <laughs> <laughs> and then emma's like oh whatever turns on the sandwich maker and it immediately has like smoke coming out of it and like this could not this yeah. is not good i literally wrote she's gonna burn this place down and then but then we go to the pool party and spinner oh. just straight up Punches Declan in the face. <laughs> oh, I mean, and my the part that crushed me the most, though, like it was already sad enough when he's like telling <gasps> like Corey, Corey's sad about it. It was already sad enough when he's like telling Jane, like you think I'm stupid, which we all know is an insecurity of Spinner's, yeah. which really crushed me. Um, but it, the part that really upset me was when he turned and was like and yells at Holly J, like you knew about this, yeah, because oh, my I, God. I actually wrote like. Spinner feeling betrayed by Holly J actually makes me more sad than him feeling betrayed by Jane. Me too. Because I loved that friendship. Like, I'm glad Holly J is a good friend to Jane, but, like, Holly J was Spinner's friend first. Yeah. Poor Spinner. And then he, like, storms out, and then Jane is freaking out, and the band hates her now, too. And she's like, Declan, I'm so sorry. You About your face. face. And he's like, it's okay. I had it coming, which... <laughs> true he did I, yeah. I declan has a pretty good sense of humor about this whole thing which i appreciate he could have been a much bigger asshole yeah but it. he's kind of like i know i did a bad thing um, um holly j is a really good friend to jane here though she just kind of like hugs her and just sticks with her and i'm which was sweet but i'm like I, I don't know i'm still like but i liked your friendship with spinner yeah and then the and then holly j is like you should come to new york with us like declan's mom isn't gonna be there for two weeks there's room you should come and because she's like uh, everyone hates me now i don't know how i'm gonna make it to stanford in the fall and they're like come to new york and it's like all right and then cut to emma fucking burning down the dot also how much do you think they paid for that explosion <laughs> also why did it explode was there like a gas leak we didn't know about <laughs> like <laughs> fires explode holland didn't you know <laughs> They just they just go boom at some point. Well, like, Spinner gets there, and they're all going out, and Emma's like, I'm so sorry, maybe it'll be okay. And then, like, the explosion happens, and it's like, all right, maybe not. Spinner's having a real bad day. It's a bad day for Spinner. It crushes me. I love Spinner so much now, and it hurts my heart when he looks sad. But we have our arriving in New York montage. Yep. And there's a Princess Diaries reference, which felt extremely dated, oh, even yeah. for then. Yeah, they like walk into the penthouse, penthouse, and Holly J's like, "I feel like I'm in the Princess Diaries," 
And I'm like, you couldn't come up with a more modern reference here. But also, okay. is it a deep cut Princess Diaries like book reference? Because the movie was set in San Francisco, not New York. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then... But this apartment oh. is bananas. And then oh, Shantae it's, it's huge. is tweeting about the dot fire. And Jane is like, should I call Spinner? And everyone's like, no, don't do that. And, and Declan <laughs> says, wow, that guy had a really bad day. Yeah. <laughs> Declan gets a lot of points from me in this, in this <laughs> movie. It's amazing almost this entire time. Um, oh, and then Fiona is watching uh, TVM. Fake TRL and and they mentioned Drake. Yeah, <laughs> brought joy. To they my like heart. have an interview with ridiculously hot rap sensation Drake coming up or something. Which is like, yes, you do. But then we get a shopping montage. They Start go to. From the bottom, now we they get off at like Thirty Fourth Street, and I'm like, oh, are we going to Macy's? And then it's like, no, we're going to Chanel. I'm like, is yeah. there a Chanel there? No. The, <laughs> so the basically the neighborhood that they're shopping in is like they're either they're it's not um. They're, like, kind of near where Trump Tower is. They're in the 50s, so I don't understand why they're getting off at Penn Station. Yeah. They're, yeah. Getting, they're in the 50s. They're, like, it's oh, yeah, still they're mid-town. getting off at, like, the AC stop. Yeah, they're getting off the AC stop at Penn Station, which is confusing because they would... No, because if they're at, like, Louis Vuitton and, like, Chanel and That's them, they're more, in the 50s, yeah. on, like, close to, like... Like, fifth. Fifth, yeah, fifth. Well, also, if they live Madison. close to Times Square, why would you even Just take the train there. to 36th Street? Um, but also I, they did say they were going sightseeing. So maybe they went sightseeing, like I walked around and then went shopping. Like that's the only, my, my only guess. I don't know. Maybe. They're going but, sightseeing, but they literally never leave Midtown. Yeah. Yeah. They get off like on the West side on 34th street. And then the next shot is of like walking toward the empire staple. And I'm like, that's wrong. And then it's like Chanel, Louis Vuitton, Lacoste. And I'm like, remember when Lacoste was like, had its moment in the sun a couple <laughs> years ago. Okay. And then I was like, how can they afford this? Is Declan yeah. buying all of this for them? Well, and Holly J at some point says they covered 100 city blocks. And I'm like, you were just in Midtown. <laughs> you were just in Midtown. What? How? Where? Did we you... miss, like, the downtown tour? Did we miss the downtown tour? Did we miss when you went to, like, Washington Heights inexplicably? Like, yes. what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You covered 100 city blocks, and yet you took the train from presumably Times Square to 36th or 34th, 34th Street. Street. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, and then they go to Times Square and, like, look around, and I'm like, oh, fun times. A friend of mine when we were, I, I, I guess it was my freshman year of college, but a friend of mine who wasn't living here but was, like, visiting texted me or Facebook messaged me or something, and she's like, I just saw the cast, like, she's like, I just saw some people from Degrassi filming on, like, those weird red stairs in Times Square. The TKTS Square. stairs. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's like, are you going to go check it out? I was like, nope. <laughs> oh, in Times Square? No. No, no, no. No, no I'm good. You could like anyone could be there, and I Although, would not go to Times Square. Willingly. There were like zero people in Times Square in this scene. I'm like unrealistic. Um, and where are all the, the like sketchy guys in the dirty the Elmo monster? Suits? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, then they end up in Central Park because, of course, they do. So yeah, they end up in Central Park because duh. And Holly J is like heels aren't practical in New York, and she has like butt duh. flats or something. And then she and Declan start making out, and Jane's like, I'm going to go over here, uh, or you guys should go rent a boat on the, you guys should rent a paddle boat. I don't want to be a third wheel anymore. Go have fun. So I have been Jane in this situation many times, and it's probably the only part in the movie when I feel true sympathy for her. (laughs) 
Because I'm like, so yeah, true. this is terribly awkward. I feel you. The rest of the movie, I'm like, I don't really feel sympathy for you at all. Jane's like, I'm going to go check out the buskers, which like, okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, I have a note on that. To be fair, I'm not in Central Park very often. And I know there are buskers. But like, she talks about how like how much talent there is among the buskers in the city. I'm like, this is New York, not Nashville. Yeah. Like Nashville, yeah, the buskers are freaking amazing. Or even in London, like they specifically have to book time in like the tube to ha- have yeah. busking but sessions. When, like, I feel I like come, that doesn't happen here. When I come across a good busker, like I, I come across good buskers in the subway pretty often, but like not in Central Park. When I come across a good busker in Central Park, like I stop and I'm like, oh, got to check this out. This is a this is a surprise and a delight. <laughs> yeah, but like it's, she, she it's acts like they're invented. And even in the subway, half the time it's showtime. Like it's not... <laughs> It's like either Showtime there, or the loudest mariachi band you've ever heard in your life. There was one time, I, I think it was at 59th Street on the west side, um, like the AC stop. The Columbus Circle. Yeah. There was someone there playing a freaking like cello. Oh, oh, yeah, that person's there. There's And that, that was, they were amazing. For some reason at that stop, there's always like a string instrument. There, when I worked up there, there used to be... Um, like a violinist like every single day and yeah and they were good i remember one of the one time one of them was there and they played the downton abbey theme (laughs) and i was like well this feels very fast like i feel extremely fancy walking through the subway system (laughs) get like a whole big string thing happening which is cool and there's also there's this guy who like he lives off of my train somewhere but once in a while i'll get on the train and he's just there with this like super long hair and this like upright bass or cello i can't tell i don't know i think it's an upright bass but or no it's a cello it's like an enormous fucking instrument yeah and he's just like fucking rocking it out like it's very intense like on the moving train it's very impressive my favorite um busker moment in new york though was uh at 14th street there's always something yeah it was the 14th street on the west side though like um where you can catch the a and we were waiting for that train and there was a guy down there playing the trumpet and he was like playing a few songs and people were like you know nodding not really paying a huge amount of attention but then he starts playing the harry potter theme song and i swear to god like seven people step out of it was a big crowd seven people step out of the crowd and drop money in his head. oh my god that's amazing <laughs> and i'm like i'm like i bet he just waits till a new crowd comes every time and just like starts harry potter again <laughs> the 14th street um f train usually has um like a good musician because they have like really good acoustics in one specific spot where it like echoes throughout i know exactly what spot you're you're talking talking about about. (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like in central park i'm never like i'm gonna go see what the buskers have to offer like it's not a thing i will say i did once come across um near the lake there's that archway you can walk through to get to the lake on one side um and there's there was someone in there playing a violin which was extremely fancy because that's already a pretty part of the park and i was like this feels this is very nice (laughs) but like not it's not like a thing like in nashville yeah you walk around and you're like i'm gonna go check out the busking talent like that's a legit big thing but here i'm like it's not especially not like singers usually you're walking around like maybe like like i said if it's like could... someone with an instrument but yeah also they're just like letting jane loose on new york i don't know i feel like if my friend was coming to new york for the first time like i wouldn't be like sure run free i mean she's just in the park yeah, <laughs> yeah but they I, literally I think... don't see her until like they come home without her and they're oh, not I guess like that's worried. True. Like no why is no one worried about Jane's whereabouts? Oh yeah, that is a little weird. I didn't think about that. Cause I was like, oh that didn't seem weird to me. But yeah, they go they do go I home think without it's her. Because we all live here. We're yeah. like, yeah, whatever, we'll meet later. Well, I mean, I was Jane's age when I did my first internship here. And well, I guess I was a little older because it was after my first year of college. 
Um, I mean, I moved here. But I'd also visited here before that, I guess, I mean, I moved here at Jane's age. I mean, she was here at the beginning of the summer, but I literally, like, in that timeline, I moved here, like, two months later and was by myself. But, like, I, you know, I was starting college, and we rarely went, like, by ourselves places. Yeah. Like, I was not, like, brave enough to go out on my own very much until, like, a couple months after living here. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Because when you're 18, it's kind of terrifying. Yeah. So, yeah, she's like, and I'm going to check out buskers. And it's also before you had, like, maps on your phone. So. Yeah. Oh, um, right. I literally, I got lost so so much in 2009, you guys. <laughs> I, yeah, I was I can't living, even imagine. I'm glad I moved here after Google Maps on your phone was a thing. I lived here for my first time over the summer in 2010. And I, I definitely planned every trip via my computer before I left the house. I was like, yeah, and then I turned quest. this way and this way and this way. Yeah, you guys, I spent like half, I spent like the latter half of 2009 just being like lost in various areas of Manhattan. <laughs> Um, all right. Anyway, then we are, then Spinner's like checking out the damage at the dot and Emma shows up for no reason. Oh, wait, did we skip? Oh no, you're right. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I came by to see if there's anything I could do. And Spinner's like, how about you go back in time and not burn down the dot? And also tell Jay not to cheat on me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Aww. so sad. Um, is this our first boy. time meeting the owner of the dot? No, I think we met him when Peter started above the dot. Oh, okay. I didn't remember that. Because I was like, oh, hello. Uh, someone who, because like Spinner has been like called the boss so many times. And I'm like, he's like, he's like 19. Like what's happening? Where's he's the just like actual- the manager. Yeah. So I was like kind of relieved to see that there's an actual owner. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of that whole scene. And then we cut to Jane like checking out the buskers who are kind of obnoxious. They're like, hey, obnoxious. give us money. Oh, no. Yeah. They say, feed the case. It's hungry for cash. And then I threw up in my mouth because dumb. And yeah. she does it. <laughs> she does. But then there's a puppy. There's, there's a, puppy a puppy named Marley. And oh I would have liked this. the dude that comes with the puppy much better had the puppy appeared more. Yeah. yeah. That's the only time we see the puppy. It's the last time we see the and puppy. And then this is when we meet George, the and like the singer who has a band with a conveniently missing lead singer right before they're about to go on TV. And he's like, you should try out for us. And he is 40 years old. He, he <laughs> so is old. And he like, he kind of flirts with Jane in a way that I was like, you're, this is uncomfortable. You're so but old. I also have a question about this. Okay. And okay. I even wrote this down. What lead singer, I don't care what kind of band drama you're having, what lead singer leaves the band after you've booked after you booked the major TV gig, but before you've gone on the TV? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I have no idea. <laughs> like, who's like, I'm going to go solo now that we've booked the TV gig, but haven't actually done the TV gig? I mean, we find out later that they dated, so she must have been mad enough at him to do that. I guess so. But yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah our lead singer left. I guess I know how No Doubt felt. I'm like, I don't think that's how that happened. No. Uh, it's not, because I'm pretty sure she's still technically with No Doubt yeah. whenever they do stuff. She just did solo stuff for a little bit. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, she's dating Blake Shelton. confusing what happened to you Gwen Stefani I feel like looking back Gwen Stefani was always problematic we just didn't really know about it that's true (laughs) or remember she wore a bindi around yeah we excused a lot of things in the 90s oh god (laughs) um she had a whole yeah anyway I was a lot of cultural appropriation I will still always love that 
one of the I don't remember the name of the album, but one of the No Doubt albums from the '90s that I will forever love. So I can never hate her, but I'm also like Gwen, just just chill. Um, and forty year old man is named George, which just made me think of George in the Jungle. And then I was like, oh, and her name is Jane. They are literally George of the Jungle and Jane. <laughs> me, George, you, Jane. Um. Are you like mixing up Tarzan and yeah, George of the Jungle? You are. I, I was about to say the woman in George of the Jungle it was, was not, Ursula. Yeah, it was Ursula. <laughs> Why would I remember that? I don't, I don't know. know. There, I don't it's know. the same well, it's exact the same thing. idea. It's literally the same thing. There's no like, like, fucking oh. at me. There's no fucking difference between George of the Jungle and Tarzan. It's the same shit. Um, except, except George of the Jungle, Brendan Fraser. That's that's true. Cloth. But also, except George of the Jungle is making, is like really fun of it? Kind of, but also it's real bad. Oh, I no, loved, it's not good. I loved George of the Jungle as a kid, and then I tried to rewatch it like in high school, and I was like, why did I like One this just has movie? a Phil Collins score, and one does not. <laughs> Either way, both bananas. Um, and then she's like, all right, cool, I'll try out. How will I know your songs, though? And he's like, MySpace. MySpace was Which is valid. And valid. Also, he just says, find us at the club on 14th Street, which is way too fucking vague, unless the <laughs> so place vague. is named the club. I was about to say, is the place named the club? Because if it's named- 14th Street is huge. Yeah. It's it stretches all from one side of Manhattan to the other side of Manhattan. It's also a very major street, so it's not even like, it's 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 like, it's a main yeah. It's ah oh, stupid. Nope, it's dumb. Um and then we're with Declan and Fiona and Holly J. They like get back and Declan is like, "Holly J, I have reservations for dessert at this place." She's like and Fiona's like, "Great, that sounds cool." And he's like, "Um, reservations for two? And I'm like, "Stop being weirdly jealous about your brother." And then she says, "J'adore the cheesecake." And I'm like, <laughs> "Ew, I hate this. I hate you. You're like grossing me out." She gets like, better. Oh, Jay's been excited about this. Like, we're going on a date. Sorry. Um, and then the next day, Holly J starts her internship, and she runs into Jay Manuel from America's Next Top Model outside because he likes her shoes. And she's like, oh, great. I'm starting my internship here with Kristen, whatever. He's like, oh, no. Like, good luck with that. Don't breathe through your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> he gives her some advice, and he's like, bye. I'm like, all right, bye, Jay. <laughs> By weird cameo. Yeah. First of many. And um, Holly J meets Kristen, who is our... Predictively difficult host of TRL. Who She's basically just the, the lady that Paige was working for exactly. in Hollywood. Like, it's the exact same character, essentially. But, like, with a slight, slightly more status, because she actually has, like, this gig. Whereas yeah. that actress was seemed like she was a reality star trying to, like, be something. Also, Holly J is like, did you see my demo reel? And I'm like, oh, my God, Holly J, you're a senior in high school. Absolutely no not. one, you're not even a senior yet. No one cares. Like, Holly J doesn't understand how internships work. The number of, on Degrassi, the number of people who get internships and think that means they're, like, have an official, like, job, job. or they're going to be on camera and stuff. I'm like, does no one tell you guys what an internship is? Yeah. This is not how this world works. No. And But the show even acts like they're justified in being upset that they're not, that they're having to go get coffee. I'm like, that's what an internship yeah, is. Yeah, it's bizarre. To be fair, I never made my intern get me coffee once. Okay. I don't think I've ever actually had to get coffee. I was going to say, I nev- when before. I was doing internships, I never had to get coffee, but I was 100% not doing any of the main stuff. Like, oh, no, you no. do all the bitch work. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I definitely made her, like, clean out the prop closet. Like, like, you do the bitch work. 
like in journalism, you like you trans you transcribe people's interviews. You like do the research for other people's articles that they're writing. Like no, that's all you do. The stuff Holly J is doing. Sometimes you run minus errands. the banana. Yeah, I made yeah I make our interns run errands all the time. Um. Anyway, um. Yeah, she's there, and and then Fiona is like, oh, guess what? Fiona's gonna be working here too. I guess she's an intern now. Well, and apparently she, is too real. Apparently she knows Kristen, too, because earlier on she's like, I owe her a call. Yeah, because like, like, okay. socialite stuff. And yeah, Fiona like gets an internship, too, because she's like, the Cohen name opens a lot of doors. Which, like, ew, why are you proud of that? Yeah. Also, I literally wrote, no, really, Fiona gets better. <laughs> but I was like, uh, the nepotism is too real, though, because that definitely happens. Um, and then Jane shows up to the audition and George calls her sassy, which I hated. Are they trying to make us think he's younger than he is? Because it's never addressed that he's clearly an adult. Like, Like, uh, he even later says, like, I moved here when I was 18. It's like, all right, well, we know you're clearly not 18 anymore. How old are you? Is the show trying to make us think (laughs) he's clearly in his 30s? But like, I, I even, okay, so when I first got over here to record i even asked like the first thing i asked kelsey and holland was the guy who plays george is clearly 30 right it's not just me having a blind moment <laughs> and like thinking his voice makes him sound older than he is and they're like no he is an adult <laughs> he's old and i he was like wrinkles. okay he's, yeah he's i would argue he's like 40 because i was deeply uncomfortable with some of the way he talked to jane or just said lived in 30 something <laughs> that's a good point he is in a band <laughs> true life um, so yeah, it was weird. And then she tries out and she's like not she's just facing the band and singing and it's like she's fine. fine. Whatever. The song is it's bad. boring. It's boring. Um, good. It's okay. kind of pretentious. It is kind of pretentious. So I liked some of the lyrics. There were a couple lines I was like, oh, that's a good lyric. That's a good lyric. But I actually wrote again again. This feels very pop to me. This does not sound like an indie band, like a cool new indie band. It sounds like it's a pop song. It's a pop song with a little bit of a pretension. Yeah, and it's like playing over, and we kind of while it's she's singing it, we see Spinner like sad in his Chandler Bing stripy robe. And he's like throwing away all of his like Jane stuff in a box, and he's just being a sad boy. Well, because the lyrics are something like "It's here today, gone today," and I'm like, that's not the saying. <laughs> first off, which bothers me, but like there are a couple of like cool lines that just that sound like it's just about like walking around and exploring the place that you're living. I'm like, oh, some of these lines are pretty, and then I'm like, how did they get to here today, gone today, and Spinner? <laughs> throwing things away and i didn't mean for that to <laughs> i was like you're writing your own song it's ridiculous <laughs> all right so they so like the audition happens and then we go to the met steps which is very gossip girl <laughs> and declan and holly J are hanging out and i think declan is defending fiona because holly J is like it's weird that she works with me now like how is this happening and she's like like, she just wants something to do. You guys, like, need to get along. And I'm like, ugh, okay, whatever. And then this is when Jane, like, runs over. And she's like, guess what? I'm the singer for Flashing Midnight now. Which is a weird name for a band. Yeah, and apparently uh, she is going to be on TVM on Friday. And so they're all freaking out. Like, yay! Right, because the TV gig that they booked was 
for TVM. And Declan How convenient. Says, Declan just smiles and looks up at this guy and goes, I love New York. And I just wrote, <laughs> me too, Declan, but this is not how New York works. Not at all, but he just had like the sweetest face. It reminded me of that scene in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire when they walk into the tent and Harry's like, I love magic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Adorable. Um, also, can we just like... How is Janie going to go to Stanford and also join this indie band? Well, that comes up later. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, then the next day, this is when Holly, Jay, and Fiona are wearing their weird fancy dresses to the internship. Oh, well, first off, Fiona, or yeah, no, Holly, Jay, and Declan, like, come out of his bedroom late, and they're like, we overslept, and Fiona's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> sure, overslept. Overslept is code for morning sex. Yeah. Gross. Um, and then... Yeah, and then they're like, we're going to our internship. And then Spinner is, like, playing sad basketball. And Emma comes up and is like, let's play horse, like, to cheer you up. I don't know. They're acting like they were friends. It's and they so weren't friends. Weird. It's I, I, extremely weird, and I don't know what to do about it. And Spinner's like, you play basketball? And she's like, only if I can be skins. I'm like, ew, Emma, why are you doing this? Even Spinner didn't really laugh at that. He was like, oh, yeah, I'd like to He's see like, that. He's like, oh, so, yeah. And she's like, I made you smile. And I'm like, barely. <laughs> that was the most awkward, like, she's making a joke, so I should laugh, laugh. It's so unnatural. They're so their unnatural chemis- together. chemistry is terrible. It's bad. Oh, they have all Like, if they had good chemistry, I would somewhat forgive this random, like, pairing. But, like, I, I have a note later, like, that like he and Jane have more chemistry in the most awkward scenes than he has with Emma in the whole movie. Yeah. Like they don't have any chemistry. Like honestly, any of Spinner's ex-girlfriends would have made this storyline make more sense. Bring back Paige. Paige Paige Mary Paige. Like I would have hated that a little bit because I'm like Paige needs to like do her own thing, not be married. But like it would have made way more sense. Yeah. I even wrote like I'm like I would not like this, but he and Manny would make more sense than him and Emma. It's so weird. They have no chemistry. Or even a random person. A new girl. A random make, person. Make it a new girl. And like, I'm like, do they need to get Spinner married or Emma married? Like, why did they make this choice? If it's about Emma, then like, okay, you can't get Sean. the fuck Sean? You can't get Sean. Get Chris. Like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> or Damien. <laughs> or literally anyone. This is so weird. You know what? I'm actually going to say I think that Spinner makes more sense than Damien. <laughs> Who? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But Chris, Chris I would have been cool with. Like, I'm just like, I. it just, it's very confusing. I don't understand why this choice felt it need to be made. And Ooh, like, or Peter. Emma and Peter would have even made yeah. more sense as yeah. much as I hate Peter. Yeah. I just, it's, it's bonkers. It it's makes no sense. Weird. And again, it would make, if they had chemistry, I would forgive a lot. Yeah. But, but they, they don't. don't. Like, and it. Honestly, and I, it shocks me because I feel like Shane Kimple has chemistry with a lot of people. Like, he's he's actually a pretty good actor. Like, this movie shows it. Like, there are scenes where they're having conversations. And I'm like, he's doing great, and her bits feel poorly acted. Like, what is happening here? I think Miriam Mary McDonald kind of gave up toward the end of this she experience. She fully checked out. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, we need to push on. Okay, so yeah, um, Spima is gross beginning and jane then we're with jane and they're with the band and they're talking about her tattoo and it's gross and weird um she says she forgot it was there and i wrote 
Jane, you just got that. Please don't forget it's there. You should still be you doing aftercare. Be, exactly. <laughs> I'm a tattoo person. And he's so like, out of sight, out of mind, right? And I'm like, no, okay. That's not how you should maybe, are. you should still be putting like lotion on that or something. Seriously. Um, and then Fiona. And then like we're at mm-hmm. the internship and it turns out Fiona is going to be interviewing Flashing Midnight on she the says, air. Because she says she enjoyed uh, Again, I wrote. No, really. Fiona <laughs> gets better. I actually like, keep reminding myself because she's so she's awful. Like, she's like, I guess you kind of know Jane or something, but like we're BFF. Yeah, and then, and then because of this, um, Holly J has to stay late and research the band, and Fiona takes this opportunity to like snake on her opera date with Declan, which is so fucking weird. And, but Declan looks so good in his suit. Yeah, he looks good in his tux. And he, like, brought a dress for Fiona. And he's like, we're going to the opera now. Sorry, you have to stay late. Bye. <laughs> and then we're with Spinner and his turtle. He's, like, sad on his couch. I forgot. Hanging out with his turtle. Me too. <laughs> so cute. And then Manny and Jay bust in. And they're like, we're kidnapping you. And, or Manny, Jay, and Emma, I guess, bust in. And we're like, we're kidnapping you. You need to cheer up. And I'm like, I mean, I love this group activity mostly because I just want to see Manny and Jay. <laughs> right. Um, there's a funny line though where he's like, "Where are we going?" And they're like, "We can't tell you. Haven't you ever been held hostage before?" And he goes, "Yes, I have." <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, he has." And he was shot. Maybe be sensitive. He's Seriously, like, I have. can I put on pants? <laughs> and Jay's like, "I'm on it, man." <laughs> um, I would have loved the scene if it was just Spinner and Jay. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it would have been so good. Oh my I god, just, I love them. And then um, they get, then I guess it's the next day and we're at the internship and Fiona's like, I'm so tired. I hope I'll be okay for this interview. Can you get me coffee, Holly J? She's like, well, I got home two hours later than you so you can get your own fucking coffee. And Fiona is like, like you, I don't need, like you should just stop even trying with Declan, like, like girlfriends don't last forever sisters do she says something weird like that i i wrote it down because it's crazy she says boyfriends are temporary brothers are forever yeah it's creepy as fuck extremely gross and i hate it and then holly j locks her in her coffee room and is like oh no i can't find fiona well and there's there's also a song playing in the background that's like kiss my derriere over and over and i'm like this song is bad (laughs) it's It's a bad song i I blocked that out but thanks for reminding me about how bad it is (laughs) i made a lot of notes on the music choices in this movie (laughs) that one was the most what egregious (laughs) holly j does have a great line though where she after she locks fiona in the closet you can hear fiona like banging on the door and holly j's walking around she goes this is new york holly j bitch and i'm like i'm like i kind of like bitchy holly j being back (laughs) although maybe locking her in a closet was a little extreme but yeah but she locks her in a closet and she takes over the interview and i'm like interns don't get to do this um yeah i actually wrote this would never happen carson daly would not have allowed this carson daly would never have let this happen at all you are correct he was a goddamn professional (laughs) but she interviews the band and i guess it goes well we don't really see it 
And then we're with the kidnapping group, and they are at Niagara Falls, which I didn't even know had, like, casinos and stuff. It does, but um, I have a question. Is the gambling age different in Canada? Clearly, they're on the Canadian side of Niagara Falls. Well, I know yeah, the, drinking the drinking age, age is different. I know the drinking age is, but is the gambling age different? Wasn't the gambling the, age just 18? It's 18. Is it 18 here? Yeah. yeah. I thought yeah, it was 21, because I went to Vegas before I turned 21, and I couldn't gamble yet. That might have been just because you were around all the liquor, though. Yeah, because oh, there's, there's free true. alcohol in Vegas when you uh, gamble. Yeah, that makes more sense. All right, cool, cool. Because I know whenever people turned 18 in my hometown, they'd, like, drive to, like, the Native American casinos that were, like, so around, mm-hmm. and they could do it when they were 18. Okay, that makes more sense. Because, yeah, the drinking age is definitely lower in Canada. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, they're gambling. And, yeah, and then they're, like, gambling, and Emma's really good at blackjack, and Spinner's like, how is this possible? She's like, all those late-night card tournaments in the dorms. I'm like, when? What? Who does this? We didn't get these episodes. No. (laughs) We got Emma gets toned, but not Emma plays poker. (laughs) And then Spinner's like, you're like some card-playing Yoda, and it's weird. Super weird. Okay, so this is the part where I should admit. So I watched this on a Thursday night. The night before... I'd been listening to the new episode of of your podcast before I fell asleep, <laughs> and it led to Degrassi dreams. Um, um, fair warning: if you're going to listen to their podcast before you go to sleep, you might dream about Degrassi, <laughs> and it might be weird. But my dream was that I was 19 again, and Spinner and Jane had just broken up, and I started dating Spinner, which I never knew I had a crush on Spinner until I had this dream, and it was like a really great dream. He's I love Spinner. <laughs> he was um, a great boyfriend. He was a great <laughs> dream boyfriend. But the thing is, because I was watching this the next day, I still had, it was a really vivid dream. And I still have like, I had weird residual jealousy towards Emma. <laughs> That's th- hilarious. Throughout most of this, throughout most of watching this. So a lot of my notes are very angry at her. But, That's amazing. But also some of them are just like, what is wrong with me? Why do I love Spinner so much suddenly? Like I've always liked Spinner, but I suddenly was like, oh no, I have a total crush on Spinner. I, it's a thing. All right. He's pretty he's it's the arms and then real quick we see fiona like get in trouble and she's really mad because of the whole locking getting locked in the closet thing oh and we also see jane's band perform again right and i hate this song (laughs) it's like maybe love maybe love over and over will save your life and i'm like this is the cheesiest lyric this is not what i would expect you guys to perform on your first tv gig it's not does not sound indie at all it's just no. extremely bad and it's, I, I hated it's it it's so bad like jane's performing face and i don't uh... it's weird uh, and there was a time when she had like a, a an, an alternative edge and it's gone now even in like some of her clothing choices here i'm like i'm like i just I don't understand what they did to her character. I'm very confused by all of it. Did, did sleeping with Declan? Like, did sleeping with Declan turn her very mainstream? Like, is that what happened? Oh no, it's very confusing. Um, but then we're back at the casino, and Jay like goes up to Manny. He's like, "Project Cheer Up is going well. It looks like like I'm on Spinner again, kind of close." And Manny's like, "Well, then we should we leave them alone?" And they're adorable. So cute and I know. At first, I was like, "Oh, are they leaving them alone to get together?" But then it became very clear. Oh no, they're leaving them alone so they can be alone. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I don't think they expected anything big to happen with them. They were just no. like, "We're like, oh, they're okay. No, we can leave." Yeah, <laughs> and, which is so cute. But I love then, them. fucking 
Spinner kisses Emma and she's shocked and we're all shocked. I'm like, what? No, weird. And then she kisses him back and they start making out at the fucking blackjack table and it's weird and I hate it. Um, yeah. They it's just so unnatural. It's pretending they have chemistry and they do not. Weird and gross. Don't like it. Um, oh, and then cut back to TMV performance. Jane is still... Or TVM. It's I don't TVM. Know. Uh, and then Jane is still performing. Fiona had called Declan and he showed up very quickly. He must have been on the way already. Well, he says that they live eight blocks away. Yeah. I guess that's true. But still, eight blocks away wouldn't. He'd still get there after she was done singing the song. Um, and then he gets mad at Holly J. And. Which I actually kind of understand. Like, yeah, Fiona was acting terribly he doesn't know all the details because she didn't tell him what fiona had said about oh i'm best used with jane so as far as he knows he's like you guys were fighting and you locked her in a closet yeah which is a little extreme fair yeah i Um, mean the the closet locking was fairly warranted but he doesn't know that exactly and like fiona seems extremely upset (laughs) yeah even though it's probably crocodile tears she seems very sad and he's like you did you cross the line like this is still my sister like don't do that um but then cut to the next morning spinner wakes up there's a veil next to him (laughs) okay this scene is hilarious (laughs) unreal he wakes up and he's like what's going on with he's like Trying to pick up the context clues, and Emma wakes up. She's like, "Why am I wearing a veil?" And then no, there's a framed no, photo oh, yeah. of them on their <laughs> bedside table of them being married. Okay, that's crazy. But no, she doesn't wake up and say, "Why am I wearing a veil?" He goes, "Emma, Emma, Emma, you have to wake up. Emma, you have to wake up." And she wakes up and she's like, "What?" And he's like, "Why is there a ring on your finger?" He says, "What? Look at your finger. What did we do last night?" And she says. We robbed a jewelry store, <laughs> and I thought that was fucking great. I did, too. Also, his cracking voice is hilarious. Shane, the way Shane Kimball does, like, the cracking voice of, oh, my God, what is happening was just perfect. I would love, like, with any other characters, the scene would have been just gold. Any other, really, Perry, anyone but Emma. Yeah, and yeah. then... But then they're like, they both jump out of bed. Emma, like, holds up the sheet. Spinner is shirtless and looks really good, but he, like, kind of tries to cover up. And then she wrote still weird residual jealousy at Emma in my notes. Apparently I was also thinking Spinner looked really good in this scene. He looked amazing. And then Mandy's like knocking on the door. She's like, Spinner, like, I don't know where Emma is. She's not in our room. Do you know where she is? And he's like, um, she's in here. And then they open the door and they're like, what the fuck happened? Like, Mandy and Jay are just like, what is happening? Uh, and yeah, and also, again, let's not forget, Manny used to sleep with Spinner, which makes yeah. this whole thing even weirder. And Jay's like, let's get all-you-can-eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> which is honestly my hungover response to most things, is let's, let's just eat food instead. Um, but Manny notices the ring on Emma's finger. It's like, did you get married? <laughs> They're like, yeah, we have, to, we have to run an errand and make a yeah. in our lives really And then well. they walk downstairs and the wedding lady's hair is crazy <laughs> and she's like oh my god the, like the newlywed she's very excited about it and then they're like what like we need we no we need to undo this and she's and then we find out that it cost five hundred dollars for the ceremony and two thousand dollars for the ring which was like all of emma's winnings or whatever but i'm like five hundred dollars for the ceremony is too high well and also but jay coughs it out you know jay kind of goes <laughs> scam yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
dollars is way too much. Because you, you can get married in Vegas for like two fifty. Not even. Is it just two hundred? You can get married in Vegas at the Graceland thing. You can get married by Elvis. He will walk you down the aisle. This includes a photographer and. Elvis will sing you two songs. It's two hundred dollars. We researched this. I was gonna say the fact that you know this. Listen, I want to get married by Fat Elvis in Vegas and not tell anyone. This is my game plan for well, my future. Well, now I know. Also, <laughs> Holland will be there. Also, I'm like, you can't get a refund on your wedding, though, guys. Like, come on. Even if you wanted to be like, we want to undo this. This lady can't do it, and she's not gonna give you your money back. You already did the thing. Um. But yeah, she's like, yeah, that all was... sales are final. Bye. That also, was it's crazy that they think you can return a marriage. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think maybe they were thinking it's not a real marriage. Like maybe it was some sort of joke. We can get, we could return these things and get our money back. Yeah. Um. But as Ross and Rachel learned, it's a real marriage it's, even in Vegas. It's real. And then we are with. Declan, Fiona, and Holly J. And Declan is trying to mediate. He's like, you guys need to get along. Well, first he's like yelling at Holly J. And he's like, what the shit? And she's like, um, your sister is being a fucking lunatic nightmare. And then Fiona runs up with a Chanel bag. Because this is all they do is they go to Chanel. And she's like, I got these like crocodile shoes. They're fabulous. And he goes, yeah, crocktacular. And then he's like, anyway. <laughs> Declan has all the good lines. I love Declan in this movie. I really, <laughs> truly do. Great. Um, yeah, and he's like, you guys need to get along. And then Fiona's like, let's throw a bash. Let's start over. I think they hug and it's awkward. Um, I wrote Fiona gives a sinister <laughs> hug. Yeah. Anytime they hug, she like narrows I her thought she, I thought she was going to whisper something creepy in her <laughs> ear. Too, and then she didn't. I was very surprised. But she's like, well, Holly J does an awkward back pat, which yeah, I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like, we'll invite all of our friends. And Declan goes, friends? And she goes, you know, acquaintances, socialites, whatever. Yeah. And they're, so they're going to throw a bash. And then we're in the park with Jane and George. George. Who calls her a, quote, total hottie, which bothered me a lot. Yeah. And... Then they're having a conversation about college. I'm like, you probably should have had this conversation before she joined the band, but whatever. And he's like, but, like, you're in the band now. Like, what are you even talking about? And I, I think that was kind of that whole scene. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty that, much. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. Well, we also, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We, But we also find out that he used to date the lead singer and her name was Siobhan. Right. Yeah. Um, but then we're with Spinner and Emma and Manny and Jay, they're like back at Spinner's apartment and Manny and Jay go to leave. Manny says she blames the margaritas and I just wrote, they are often to blame. <laughs> True. And most of my bad choices come from margaritas. Yep. And then Manny and Jay like go to leave and Emma's like, I'm going to stay here. We got to figure things out. And they're like, um, okay. And Jay has an uncle that does divorces named Larry. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> Which he does. was the most accurate thing written in this whole movie. <laughs> like i know a guy i can help you out <laughs> um and then they like start talking and then we see spinners like spinner shrine he's like everything that makes me me and there's like pictures of him and Paige and pictures like stuff from like all over the years i did love seeing that that actually did make me really happy shrine. and he still has the grade nine science project that emma did on him with the healthy foods that gave him a boner in class <laughs> and they talk about that i did like this scene i thought that was cute but then they like start kissing and they're like we should stay married which i'm like okay no i love how in this movie just falling to the floor implies sex like they literally (laughs) just kiss and then just fall on the ground and i'm like 
all right, I guess that's a way to doing it right there. (laughs) All right. I just, sure, whatever. Um, And then we're at the bash and Fiona's drunk and having a good time because she keeps keeps saying like, aren't we having a great time? Isn't this such a good time? Or something like that. This is when I think it first becomes apparent like Fiona, like Fiona is not just a mean girl. Like she's got a problem. Yeah. And it's actually a really sad scene in my opinion. (laughs) They're also trying so, so hard to be Gossip Girl with this party. Oh, and yeah. well Holly- there's a girl there named blake which yeah. i was like i mean come on guys get us together and then holly J like walks down the stairs in her dress and renders declan speechless as she looks like she's going to prom and <laughs> yeah. then fiona <laughs> then is like let me introduce you to all of declan's exes which is weird and then we cut to jane and george talking in the corner and george is like Look out the window. That's opportunity. And Ugh. oh, and this is also he says. Wait, hold on. Well, first, um, when Holly J meets the exes, they're like, "Well, Fiona wants Declan all to herself," which gross. Yeah. Um, but also true. And fucking when George of the Jungle is talking to Jane, <laughs> he's like, he literally says, "Stop planning and start living." And yep. then I threw up in my mouth. And then this is when Your Love is My Drug by Kesha is playing. Um, <laughs> Over yeah. their gross kiss and they kiss. Wait, like, did they kiss? Yeah, Jane yeah. and gross George kissed. <gasps> I did not notice this somehow. I must have been, because I literally, I must have been typing my note when this happened, because I literally just wrote, George creeps me out. <laughs> and apparently that was when they were kissing. So now I feel doubly, ew, he's a, yeah. he's, 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 he's did not like it. I don't like this. So much and then we cut to Holly J and Declan being adorable, and then they start kissing, and then Declan, and then Fiona literally oh. Oh. pulls oh. Declan away from Holly J's kiss to kiss him. No, she pulled. Okay. So she pulls him away and she's like, gross. And Holly J fucking stands up for her shit. She's like, he is my boyfriend. That is normal. If anything, what you're doing right now is wildly inappropriate and like kind of weird. And like, and Fiona goes, you want to see inappropriate? And she's clearly super drunk at this point. She says, you want to see inappropriate? And she kisses him on the, like, like makes out like there's tongue. And he like, he looks horrified yeah <laughs> oh i wrote i this is one of the times that i just screamed i just yeah. screamed in Allegra my and house. i both just like screamed out loud i was like no and then holly just like this is so gross i'm leaving i have to go like i can't do this with you and your sister anymore and duckland is literally like i literally asked for none of this <laughs> why are you leaving like that is the look that's on his face he's like what is happening to me i did write one note though okay so first off this scene makes me really sad because it's like clearly fiona having some sort of breakdown yeah. oh fully having a breakdown um and because i think she even says i feel faint right after this and like collapse no, <laughs> but she fake no 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 she, she fake fainted so okay yeah she she says i feel faint and she like collapses into his arms and holly J is like you're both pathetic i'm leaving and Declan's like, I can't just leave her here when she's like passed out. But like, and then you see, Fiona, her, you eye see her eyes. Oh, I didn't open. see her eyes open. Oh my god! But yeah, she's clearly this is like a breakdown level. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh for sure. But one thing I did note because Holly just says I won't, co- I can't, I'm not going to come second to your sister, Declan. And one thing I did notice, Holly J is right in this scene because way Fiona is is really inappropriate. Yeah. That said, in a normal circumstance, coming second to his sister is probably 
not a terrible thing considering you're a high school girlfriend and that's his family. Exactly. But but in this circumstance, this is a yeah, specific. Precisely. And she, I think she means sexually. Yeah. yeah. she does too. Exactly. <laughs> Fiona just kissed her on the mouth. Oh my God. Yeah. tongue. Oh. Oh. Oh, Why poor did Declan. you do this to Grassy? Um, yeah. Then it's the next day and Spinner's making breakfast for Emma. And Spinner? he's like, you like eggs? I made eggs. Spinner <laughs> sings when he cooks and it's weirdly adorable. It's cute. And then Emma, like. I just wrote, I hate their domestic bliss. <laughs> <laughs> and then Emma, like, comes across his Jane box and is like, I'm leaving. And I just saw your Jane box. And he's like, oh, I was going to throw that away. And she's like, but you didn't. You're not over it yet. I don't know. Of I course like, he's not. It was like, like a week this ago. This happened two seconds ago. What are you talking about? She's like, I'm worried I'm a rebound. I'm like, are you, are I mean, you are. You're yeah. obviously no. a rebound. And Spinner says, you're not just a rebound. I'm like, but she is. But she, <laughs> but she, but she is? But you literally broke up with Jane maybe a week ago. What is happening? Yeah. Literally. a like Fiona, We know that Declan and Fiona's mom doesn't come back for two weeks. So it's yeah. less than yeah. two weeks ago for sure. Yeah. And Dennis the next day, speaking of Declan and Fiona, and their gross twin cess is on page six, which I'm like, ugh, gross. And Declan is like, I talked to mom. You're like going to the beach house. She's like, you're sending me to the Hamptons. And I'm like, oh, God, poor so you. Bad. And he's like, I can't be all that you have. You need to sort out your shit. Like, get it together, Trish. What are you doing? <laughs> he's, he's basically like, this is super unhealthy, and I've, like, let it exist for as long as it has, and this has to stop. Yeah, there's a really sad line in there where he says, like, I'm worried you're messed up, and I can't help you. Yeah. And that, like, that part breaks my heart, because, like, again, I love Fiona. Fiona ends up being my one of my favorite characters ever, but, like, this is, like, her hitting her rock bottom, and it really makes me sad. And, like, she just melts down after he leaves. Like, she's clearly a very lonely, yeah, like, messed up person who's, you know, who doesn't doesn't know how to, A, handle her alcohol, um, or B, just function. She just doesn't really know how to be herself, I feel like, is part of She's used him as a shield for so long. Yeah. And I was also, I also wrote down, like, this fight needed to happen for so long they needed yeah. to have this fight a long time Seriously, ago because this is ridiculous um but, but i love declan this moment he like breaks my heart she's like you're the, the only person i have and he says just it's i can't be yeah and i was like oh it's such a good moment oh yeah. i feel bad for them both um but then we see that holly j slept at tvm i guess and Kristen is like oh you might just make it yet and then Kristen starts reporting on the twin story on live tv i'm sorry did tyrell ever do this sort of stuff because i don't think so i don't know she has like a gossip does laney too, gossip like laney it was that laney gossip who made a random cameo yeah oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which i thought was interesting and then Declan calls in to the live TV. He's like, and she's like, and we have Declan on the phone. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm calling to like talk to the girl that I love and blah, blah, blah. And he's like talking to Holly J on live TV, professing his love for her. And he comes and they like make up and it's fine. And But okay. So Teen me would have been in love with him. <laughs> so like adult me is kind of in love with I, him. I mean, um, let's be real, his eyebrows. He likes, <laughs> the eyebrows though. But he like... <laughs> He, like, makes this whole speech over the phone, and it's, like, kind of lovely. And he's, like, turn around. And she turns around, and he's, like, and he basically is, like, will you forgive me and take me back? And she's, like, 
this is your last chance. And like the smile on his face. And, oh my like, God. He, he looks so happy. Oh my God. They're he's so. A great actor. Yeah. He is. He, he looks he's like done he teared stuff. up from happiness because yeah. of her response. Well, so, he like has this like gasp, laugh, smile combination yeah. that is like next level. And my heart fucking melted to the floor. <laughs> I'm kind guys. of surprised he's not a bigger star. Like he's done stuff since Degrassi. Like he was on Hemlock Grove. Yeah, I forgot that he was on Hemlock Grove. And, and I think some other stuff is looking this up last night and I'm like I'm kind of shocked he's not a bigger star now because he's so handsome I feel like Hemlock Grove could have like helped him but that show was not good yeah (laughs) I almost want to watch it because I've never seen it I almost want to watch it just because I'm like oh it's Mr. Eyebrows confusing it doesn't they don't explain a lot of what you need to know yes but Holland (laughs) he and his eyebrows yeah I actually would maybe watch it again because he is beautiful on that show. I think he plays like a werewolf or something. I don't know. Um, it's Claire's fan fiction. I'm true. <laughs> oh my it truly God. Is. Um, anyway, then we're with Spinner and Emma meeting with the divorce lawyer who is Colin Mockery from Who's Life yeah. Is It Anyway? <laughs> oh my God, I didn't even realize that. Also, it's amazing. a waste of Colin because he didn't do anything. He's he like, I'm did. a lawyer. Like, I'm. Like, were you drunk? I don't know. He's like, claim intoxication, poof. It's like, it never happened. Great. He's like, he's funny and he brings a lot to the scene, but there's not a lot to the scene. Yeah. Um, Spinner has a little speech that I actually, like, I wish it was to anyone else. I actually really loved it where he's like, um, I love my job, but I don't want to be rich. I love my friends, but I don't need to be famous or whatever. Like, yeah, it's actually yeah, like, yeah. A, and he like delivers it really, like it's a cheesy speech, but he delivers it really well. And I'm like, this is a really sweet speech. It's just like, and then I it cuts am to, who I am. And then it cuts to Emma and her part is so poorly acted where she's just like, who needs the everything when you have, or who needs fame when you have everything, everything you ever wanted wake up beside you. And I'm like, Emma. Yeah. This is poorly it's delivered to his good. very sweet speech. I felt differently about the speech. I thought it was weird and not romantic and I was not endeared by anything. Oh, I thought it was endeared. I was endeared by Spinner. That was the thing. I was endeared by it if I just pretended it was someone else. I think it's just that I can't believe this, any of it that's happening that I just like I'm like so detached from it yeah I think I just was like oh Spinner just is who he is and he's cool with who he is and it probably took him a long time to get here and I love Spinner but other but in the context of why he was saying it I was like ew no can someone why are they staying married because this is I think when they officially decide like we're just gonna stay married though can someone rewrite this entire movie and change Emma out for like Paige Paige or Darcy or Darcy or actually actually not Darcy Darcy kind of got terrible you know what? No. Darcy. Darcy gets back from Africa. Mary Spinner. I would actually be on board for that. Yeah. And she's all like Jesus-y, so she would probably get married young anyway. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, just anyone. Anyone but Emma. New girl. Right in a new girl. It's just, fine. Oh, it's so weird. And and she's like, I love you. And I'm like, how do you already love him? You barely know him. Seriously. Um, and then we're with, and then Jane goes to band practice, and Siobhan is back. Wait, wait. So I wrote in all caps: "Don't stay married, you fools." <laughs> I was fool. I was writing this at like two a.m. I was clearly having feelings. Half of my notes are just: "This is an appropriate reaction. This is an appropriate reaction." Just like throughout ever them telling people that they're get staying married, yes. every single person is having a more appropriate reaction yes. than they are. It's true. Okay, so about Siobhan. Again, I thought it was Alex Johnson at first, but it wasn't. No, it was not. Um, and I didn't. And I thought, I thought that Jane actually has a better voice than this person does. We yeah. hear her singing that terrible maybe love song. Anyway, um, but 
who okay so clearly without even telling jane george lets siobhan back in and is ditching jane who does this after you've made <laughs> your tv appearance okay so you had a different singer you get a new singer you get on tv it goes well your singer is the one interviewed not you which is already a thing and then you're like, you know, going back to the old singer. Even though we already had our big TV break, we're going to switch that up. Well, he he loves the other girl. So I think it's more about the relationship with the other girl. I want to know what the rest of the thing. band says. It sounds <laughs> like the band is not allowed to have an opinion. <laughs> Seriously. It makes no sense. And then she, like, comes over and she's like, you have a great voice. You'll find another band or something like that. I'm That's like, her only line. <laughs> it's like, all right, guess Jane's not going to be in this band anymore. She was in it for five seconds. Um, and then Emma and Spinner are watching a movie. Are they watching Clown Academy? It sounds like they're watching a horror movie. So, yeah, I think it could have been one of the Clown Academies. I, are those com- it- I thought those were comedies. Are they horror I movies? They were hor- <laughs> I think they may be everything. <laughs> I don't know. They're watching a movie, and Emma's like, oh, this is silly. And he's like, Chip, it's my favorite movie, or something it's like that. It's definitely Clown Academy. It has to be Clown Academy. <laughs> and they're eating popcorn, and like it's supposed to be adorable. And I just wrote, yes, still weird Emma feelings. <laughs> and then Jane calls Spinner, because she just got like kicked out of this band. And he's like, um, by the way, I'm getting married on the beach like tomorrow or something. This weekend. This weekend? I don't know. And then she's like, oh my god. He's like, I just want to let you know. And it's also just like, the fuck? Like, how Like, how do you <laughs> expect her to be taking this news? You I broke really... up with her two weeks ago. <laughs> Not even two weeks. Not even two weeks Not ago. Not even two weeks. I really wish that there'd just been a scene where Jane just goes, wait, what? <laughs> well, she does have the appropriate reaction after she hangs up, which is what the fuck. <laughs> and then she's like, I need to stop the wedding. He's doing something stupid. I need to stop this. We're going which, on a road trip. I actually agree with her. Yeah. I mean, they're, I mean she doesn't know they they're already married, but. Yeah. And she shouldn't get back together with him by any means or try to, like, get him back with her. Like, that was a, that, that's not going to work. But, like, like just stop as it. a friend to him, I mean, I'd be I like, like, don't she, do this. I mean, she's. Yeah, but also I feel like as the person that, like, broke his heart and ruined his life, she is probably not the one who should be doing it and maybe should call, like, Sav. Yeah. Or, or, frankly, I kind of wish Holly J had been the one that was like, you know what, I'll I'll do it because he was my friend. (laughs) I think that's why she agrees to go along anyway. But also she's like, I also will need the length of this car ride to Toronto to really process this information. Exactly. This is crazy. (laughs) Everyone is having the appropriate reaction. Yes. Oh, but Declan has a really funny line that I really liked. Um, What was it? Oh, he says when they're like, I don't know if this is a good idea. Oh, no, wait. Maybe it was later on. It was later on. Just kidding. Well, then they like jump in. The, like Declan gets his yeah, dad's I have that like, line orange right now. convertible. And he's like, don't tell my dad. <laughs> and then they drive off in his convertible. I think his line is something like, normally I'm all for crashing weddings, but the groom already punched me in the face. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the line. But it comes on later. But it's really good. It makes me so happy every time. Um, but then we're with Manny and Emma, and oh, right. she's like, mm, annulment though? Yeah, well, Emma's <laughs> like, what do you think of this dress? And she's, uh, she's like, what do you think this dress is? And she's like, I don't know, maybe it's not too late for an annulment? <laughs> and she's like, are you sure you want to do this? And I think she says something like, newsflash, you tend to railroad people into following your lead, which is like the most accurate statement anyone's ever said ever. Manny is the greatest. She's, uh, Manny is amazing. Emma is a steamroller. Yeah. And, she, and Emma's like, I want, it's like, it's fine. Yeah, we're doing it. And she's like, all right, if you're, I'm on board then. I'm your best friend, sure. And 
Then we are like at the gas station and Jane's like, we need fuel. And then like as in food fuel. And then Holly J starts talking to Declan. She knows it's going to be a disaster. And she's like, maybe we can make this slower so we don't make it on time because this is going to be horrible. And Jane comes back out, and that's when Declan says, normally I'm all for crashing a wedding, but the groom already punched me in the face. Um, and that's when Jane comes out of the thing with the chips, and she's like, all right, let's go. Let's motor. And Holly's Holly just like, oh, strawberry. And Jane's like, what? And she's like, do you know how short strawberry season is? <laughs> if, uh, what is it? Um, it's now or never. <laughs> like, and made me so happy. Holly J and Declan literally skip across the road to the strawberries. And it's adorable. Hands. So cute. I just wrote strawberry season. Is this the best you got, Holly J? <laughs> and then we're back at... Then Emma goes... Oh, I think when the Manny talks, she's like, just go by and talk to him like one last time just to make sure. And Emma's like, okay, I'll make sure I'm a hundred million percent sure and I'll talk to him. Also, Spinner has a Spitfire flag. Oh, I know. It's so bad. <laughs> and then, so the, Emma gets there and Spinner's like up in his loft area and Emma's on the ground and he's like, look, a drawer from a lady's delicates. <laughs> and... Then they start oh, talking about it. So awkward. And does Emma say, like, I'm going to love you forever? Or does he say that? I don't know. They're talking about getting married. And then they're like, there's no, are, you there's sure? no they're like are you sure you want to do it? It's like, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you want to do they're it. Like they're like so, chicken. They're so awkward. They can't communicate with each other, which is probably a good indication that they shouldn't be goddamn married. No, that's literally it. I was like, you can't. You can't. This is why you shouldn't get married. You can, can't even talk to each other like people. And then they're like, I mean, maybe we'll just, like, see how it goes before we tell people. And then if it works out, we'll tell them. And if not, then we don't have to tell anybody or something like that. I'm like, um, okay. And but then we cut back to Holly J. Deckard stalling <laughs> by going to a batting baseball. range. Um yeah, I just wrote, what are these stalling tactics? Yeah. And, Jane's like, and Jane, like, literally says, she's like, well, you're obviously stalling. <laughs> she's like, you're probably right. We won't do it. Just, like, I'll wait in the car. And they're like, okay, great. Give, and then she's like, give me the keys. And they're to like, listen no. To music. And she's like, to listen to the radio, duh. And these dummies give her the keys. They're so stupid. Okay, I will say, though, I love when she's like, you guys are clearly stalling. And Holly Dish goes, damn, you caught us. Like, <laughs> you and Holly J knows it was obvious. They're literally at batting cages. Um, and then she steals the car. And then Emma is freaking out with Manny now. She's like, eh, we have to talk, but I think we both agree that it's probably just not going to work because we decided to tell. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, and she is crying. And it's like, it, it, she says something like, oh, I have it written down. He said it might not work out. And like, she's like, ah! and I'm like, OK, A, he didn't exactly say that. B, you haven't even dated. It probably won't. <laughs> For like four minutes, and you've known each other for well, technically they've known. Each I other mean, they've a long known time, each other most of their lives, like, but they like they never dated. They no. never dated. They, they were never even friends. They weren't friends. He slept with her friend during a period when they weren't very close. It doesn't make any fucking. They sense. They didn't even hang out when she was dating him. No. Um, and then cut to Spinner, who's, like, taking his anger out on the dot during, like, renovations or whatever. And Peter comes in and says, hammer time. <laughs> Peter is actually kind of great in this movie, too. And then Spinner's like, Emma wants a divorce. And he's like, wait, what? You um, married? What? Also, let's not forget that Peter also dated Emma. <laughs> okay, Kelsey. Literally. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, 
Cody's notes. Let us not forget Peter Dude. Oh my god. And then Spinner thinks he's a loser because Emma had a weird talk with him. And then the owner comes in and it's like, yay, the dock got saved by He's insurance. like, you already started renovation. <laughs> I like the owner of the dot. <laughs> yeah, so he, and he says something very poignant for Spinner in this moment, which is sometimes like good things, things happen out from, of a disaster. Come from something. accidents. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and Spinner's like light bulb moment. And we're all like, and okay, then he we get it. Runs to Emma's house and like reproposes <laughs> to her in front of her parents. And okay. This scene. So fucking confused. Okay. Wait. My favorite line is Spike. How pregnant are you? Yeah. <laughs> well, the appro- the and appropriate this, and response. And I wrote down appropriate responses all around everyone's like what the fuck is happening and manny's crying and she's like if you don't marry him i will okay, manny's not having the appropriate response which but again it's not a good speech okay she's like if you won't marry like, what 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 yeah i also wrote snake is all of us in this moment he's like wait you just got home and now you like a few days ago and now you want to marry spinner spinner mason <laughs> We're all very confused. <laughs> and then she's like, and I want you two to walk me down the aisle. I'm like, so much emotional manipulation is happening right I now. I do like that she wanted both of them to, though. Like, I yeah. have a weird soft spot for the Emma Snake, like, That's father-daughter true. relationship. And they're like, in that case, we approve of this, I I'm guess. like, good way to get Snake on your side by treating him like your dad. Because you know that that's going to, like, make him go, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and then cut to, it's, we're at the beach, and Liberty's here, and she doesn't know what's happening. And I wrote down, where's Kendra? His mom is all okay, about it, though. No, I literally wrote, again, no mention of Kendra, did she die? <laughs> Kendra, where are you? Like, I know also, we don't no have no mention of their, their child. Of, like, yeah, of Emma's little brother. Yeah. What's his name? Jack? Jack. Jack. Also, where's the dog? Where's, where's Eggers? Eggers? Where was Eggers? <laughs> Like, I'm a little more okay with Jack. Like, they probably got a babysitter for Jack. Like, he's, you know what I mean? He's still little. He's, but, like, okay. You although, don't, he was born in, what, season three? Yeah, but so he'd be young still. But anyway. Like, they mentioned him in later episodes. Like six. Okay, fair. <laughs> Point being, they couldn't get a six-year-old. Maybe they learned their lesson after um, Angie and Isabella. That's true. They were terrible. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> and, but... Kendra, okay, I get we can't have the actress Kendra anymore. She left a long time ago, but you could at least mention, like, oh, sorry, your she... sister can't be here. She's at, like, a summer program, like, or something. Yeah, something. But I'm like, did Kendra die? Like, we haven't what even heard of her Kendra? since she left. That's true. Um, and then... I don't know. The number of times that I just wrote this is insane with several exclamation marks. Okay. Ridiculous. Jay talking about being ordained is the greatest thing I've ever heard yeah, in my life. Also, you don't need to be ordained, Jay. They're already married. Well, he says that later. <laughs> yeah, he does. But he makes a joke about ordained by the Church of Decadence or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Jay. And I love like, you. he's such a good friend. And then he's like, run and Manny will kill us both. <laughs> And then Jane walks in and Jay goes, yeah, I'm not getting involved in this and walks out. <laughs> okay, wait. So one thing that I did note that bothered me, Jay says to, to Spinner, he's like, if I thought she was a stone cold heartbreak, Emma was a stone cold heartbreaker like Jane, something along those lines. Yeah. Okay, let's backtrack. Emma has broken more hearts than Jane has. Jane broke Spinner's. That's all we know of. Yeah. Emma, like, broke Peter Peter's heart by essentially hooking up with, like, Starting to get back together with Sean behind she his broke back. Chris's heart for not being over Sean. Yeah, I mean Emma is more of a heartbreaker. If and then Sean, she toyed with, and then she toyed with 
Chris after that, which yeah. was a whole other yeah. thing. If Sean shows up, she will leave Spinner in a goddamn heartbeat, and we all know it. Because Emma, yeah. Emma will never get over the Sean thing. Also, I'm. Pre- did they get married? at the same place that Spike and Snake got married because it was like on the beach. I was expecting... Oh, maybe. I wanted us to just peel, like, peel out and have Sean like, be standing by a tree like he was at that wedding because yeah. I wanted him to be there to stop this madness. We all did. I don't even care that much about Emma and Sean being together, frankly. I'm not a huge like Semma fan. It's just more like I wanted... I almost it's, wanted Sean to be the voice of reason of like, okay, Emma, I know we're not getting back together, but this is but like this is crazy. This is weird. But Daniel Clark was busy. This is when he lived a few blocks away from me. <laughs> Literally um, while they were filming this, he was in New York. He could have made a cameo with Declan. Could have made a cameo anyway, with Declan. But yeah. None of them would have known him. Yeah. But so the, Jay saying that is just weird to me because Emma is more of a heartbreaker than Jane is. And I was like, but you, like, and Jay would know that because he dates Manny and Manny would know a lot of their, that history. Anyway, that that line, I was like, okay, we're rewriting history here. Listen, none of this tracks. We know this. (laughs) And then Jane walks in, and she's apologizing, and he forgives her. And I'm like, but how are you okay with this? She's like, you you look so happy. I'm like, okay, this still makes no sense, but whatever. Jane looks crazy. Yeah, Yeah, she does. Um, But they have more chemistry in this scene. Yeah. Than in this really awkward scene than he has had with Emma in the whole movie. And I'm like, I don't want you back together with Jane, but this should tell you something, bro. And then she gives him, like, a goodbye kiss on the cheek, and right at that moment, <laughs> Manny walks in Manny. and is, like, being, like, protect- protective best friend. is like, oh, no, you will not mess this up forever! And she, like, attacks Jane, and I love it. But also we know that Manny loves a cat fight. True. She will fucking throw down. Um, also, and then this is when Sav is like, I can't get involved in that. Like, I'll snap like a twig or something <laughs> like that. He's like, he's like, well, no, because they don't see that happening but they do see jane arrive and they're like, is oh like i'm not telling spinner i'm not right, telling spinner. Right, right, and then right. he and danny are fighting over who's gonna tell spinner and he's like have you seen me he'll snap me in half oh but I, it, he's like he will break me i will snap like a twig <laughs> <laughs> um but so something that bothered me so we have information from previous episodes that manny and jane were friends for oh yeah for like five seconds yeah, yeah. and she's, manny knew about Declan. cheating yeah. Yeah. yeah manny's the one who encouraged she her asked. to break up a spinner and she asked about it she asked like when she got there like are they still going strong yeah so like but so for her to uh, like i don't know some of this just felt a little weird i'm like manny you're you kind of like encourage jane to dump spinner and get with Declan, and then this whole thing is weird. Well, I think she's just fighting her well, she's because fighting she's going to ruin Emma's, Emma's yeah. yeah, yeah. And then... I do like that she's willing to throw down for Emma. <laughs> and then the ceremony starts. Peter is playing Here Comes the Bride on, on the electric fucking... guitar. Like, he's fucking Jimi Hendrix playing the Star Spangled <laughs> oh, Banner. And he's like, get it together. Everybody, it's a wedding. And everyone's like, um, what? Liberty goes, <laughs> well, that's unusual. <laughs> Liberty is all of us. I love Liberty so much. And then Jay's officiating and he's like, I'm going to start the ceremony of like sweet, spontaneous love or something. (laughs) And he says, "Um, by the power invested in me, because you guys are already married. Yeah. (laughs) I just wrote Jay. Jay's the best fucking minister. Jay Jay is amazing. I want Jay to do my wedding. I now pronounce you Mr. Like Spinner, Gavin, Spinner Mason, and Emma Nelson. I'm like, of course you kept her name. (laughs) And. Then, then Declan and Holly J arrive on a boat. On a fucking, where did they get them? 
bumped. And then Jane is there, and they're and she's like, "Damn it, we like didn't get here in time." And he Declan, goes, "We should have taken the helicopter." Yeah, like, I told you we should have taken the helicopter. I love them. Jane's like, "It's okay, let's leave." And then yeah, and then Manny is singing a song that she wrote for Emma, and I'm like tearing up because I'm like, their friendship is so nice. And then fucking Emma and Spinner are like, "Oh, this is so nice, Manny. Let's go dance off to the side on the beach." And then this is when they see. Holly J and all of them. And Emma's like, come to the party. Whatever. Okay. Oh, and Jay's also on the drums when, <laughs> when Manny's singing. Because, of course, he is. And it's adorable. Sure. Um, I don't like Manny's song. I actually, like, I love, I that, she, I love that she wrote something for Emma, but I thought it was really cheesy. That oh, said, yeah. she, the, the, the wind pushed her bangs back. And I was like, you're so pretty. <laughs> um, okay. But I actually, this is what, something I wrote apparently at, like, 2 a.m. while watching this movie. I just wrote. Why? Why did the writers do this? This feels fake. <laughs> um, this feels fake and rushed. Uh, bring back any of his ex-girlfriends. Hell, this would have made more sense with Manny. What is happening? Why did they do this? This whole thing is crazy. And then we see... We see, like, Fiona well, hug her mom. Yeah. Which I'm like, at least her mom is, like, there to support her. And she isn't, like... Yeah. Yeah, Aww. being mean. Yeah. Fiona, like I said, Fiona kind of breaks my heart. Like, I think, like, this is, like... I think that the writers could have done a little bit better job, like, establishing, like, like she's not just, like, a little crazy mean girl. Like, she's legit got problems. Yeah. Um, Because, like, I think the scene where she hugs her mom, kind of, like, the, the sadness in her face is, like, they're, like, hinting, like, oh, yeah, see, she's got problems and she'll get better. I'm like, well, you kind of just made her look like a mean girl with, like, a weird obsession with her brother. You didn't really do a good job establishing, like, she's actually kind of messed up, except for Declan saying so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but then the movie just ends with, like, Spinner and Emma kissing on the beach, and it's weird and gross, and I hated and it. And Holly J and Declan and Jane, like, leaving, and we're just right. like, love! Um, well, yeah, they have a cheesy moment that I hated, where they're, where they're basically, Declan and Holly J and, uh, Jane are talking about, how, like, oh, we're happy for them, it's kind of like a weird fairy tale. And Jane's like, yeah, mm. the fairy tale was not my story. Right. And um, it never was. And Holly J goes, well, what do you think it is? She goes, I'm excited to find out. And I'm like, oh, this yeah, is that's really cliche. It it's like, so then is she going to go to Stanford then? Guess we'll never know because this is the last time we see Jane. Yep. And then we never hear about her again. All right, you guys. We've got so many eulogies to get through. Holy fucking shit. All, All right, right. Should we just go down the list? Yeah, let's go down the list. One, Miss Hatsalakos. We will miss you. You were the best principal of all time, and we love you. And, and I'm, I'm I don't understand you why you're leaving. I don't understand why you're leaving either. Sorry, you were so hypersexualized Peter's at the beginning. Peter's leaving. Wait, is Peter not leaving? Peter's not. Peter's leaving. not fucking leaving. No, because he makes a couple of cameos in later. Um, okay. Yeah, and like, but he's like gone for now. I think so. Okay. Jay Hogarth, you were the uh, love of my Jay. life. Jay. I love you. I will miss you every single day that you are not on this television Jay, I've had a crush on you since I was 15 years old. Yep. yep. Jay. And I continue having the crush every time I rewatch this show. Oh, you had such good facial hair in this episode. You just you, keep getting hotter, and now we're never going to see you again. You, Even when you were terrible, oh, we loved you. It's true. We you loved you. had all of the charm. All the time. Also, you were just such a dork anyway, so you that's were, why we loved you. like the dorkiest bad boy. But as, we, as he leaves, let us not forget... It's bummer times, yeah. but, but at, at least, least there's a party. Pour it out for Jay. Pour it out. Pour it out for Jay Hogarth. Uh, Spike, we will miss you. You are feminist our feminist icon. icon. 
Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love. Bye, Emma. Bye. Emma. You were such a steamroller. It you were just, such a. You were like the OG start of the show. You, you were. were the, you were the reason why this show happened because you were. The, you were the next, you generation. Were the next generation. Yeah. But also, you were a roller coaster were a from start to finish. Um, Manny. Oh, Manny. Manny. Manny is one of those characters that I, I think hated I might miss at you one point. Most of all, Manny. <laughs> it actually probably yeah. yeah Manny yeah. is such a, like Manny was such a good friend even when Emma wasn't always a good friend. Yes. Even when true. Manny was at her worst, she was a good friend to Emma. Manny is fucking Manny's the, the best. fucking best. Danny Van Zandt. Danny, you, you got better. You got so good. You started off bad and then you got so good and then you got kind of boring, but you were still so hot. You had a great glow up, man. Yes. Incredible glow up. Next level. Liberty. And you should have been valedictorian. I'm sorry, Jane oh, yeah. stole that I from you. Liberty. Liberty. I I'm love you. Miss you. You also had a glow up, but now yes. you have a very cool career as a DJ. As like an, <laughs> in real life. In person. real life. Yeah. But we will miss Liberty this. And apparently in canon, you're like in law school, so good for you. Yeah. Get yours. Here you, girl. And Jane. I mean, you're fine. Bye. You I used to like you. I liked, you. I liked her a lot when she was first introduced. Not. She kind of fell oh, apart. Oh, I did. She kind of fell apart in season nine. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Jane, my feelings for Jane were pretty neutral. I loved her and Spinner when they first got together, other than her weirdness about him having cancer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked it when, but, but she it, got yeah. better. And then, better and, and the actress was so good in the Jane Says episode, yeah. which was like crushing and like really well done. And then I, I don't know what they did to her character. They just, they just went bonkers with her character. Once Declan got here, they like fucked her all up. They're like, we don't know what to do with Jane because he's handsome. And I'm like, <laughs> this makes no sense, <laughs> but okay. I don't know why we had to do that. Um, but yeah, that's all the eulogies. I'm Everyone's eager to hear what song you put under all of them. I know, I don't know. I gotta figure it out. Um, we have a YouTube comment also. Oh yeah, we do have a YouTube comment. Not that good. Um, it's from RP Morse Digital Artist one year ago, and it says Manny had one day to write that song. LOL. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I wrote it for my best friend who just got married. It's like, all right, I guess she just wrote it. Um, all right, Spirit Squad, Spirit Squad. Declan, Declan, yeah, Declan. Um, Declan for days. I, you know, I think there's a couple options here. Declan. Holly J could get it too. Yeah. Holly J did pretty great, other than thinking they were going to put her on TV, but then they did because this is not Carson Bailey. Um, a little bit of Manny. Manny J. J for J. sure. J. Although he did encourage this wedding thing to continue, yeah, which I'm, I don't think I can really put anyone who encouraged this true. wedding. Um, I'm yeah. just going to give an honorable mention to Manny because she's like, mm, you sure about this? I don't know. But yeah. Like, yeah. What makes it funny, though, is that Jay is encouraged. At the beginning of the episode, Jay is encouraging Spinner not to let Jane go. And at the end of the episode, he's like, Emma's not a heartbreaker. Like, Jane, you should stay with her. And I'm like, Jay is just kind of like, I'm just going to encourage you with whatever I think you should do in that very moment. Yeah, which is pretty That's classic Jay. Yeah. Classic Jay. Um, <laughs> Jay, we won't ever see you again. I don't want to think about it. Ship of the episode is obviously Holly Jane. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And then Manny and Jay, too. Oh, Manny and Jay! <laughs> That's their last time seeing Manny exactly. and Jay. They gotta get it. They gotta get it. It's last and they were so cute together Both. in this episode. Oh, man. Um, also, a, a honorable mention to Spike and Snake, since their True. last time seeing Spike yeah. with Snake. She'll get mentioned, I know, because Snake is staying on the show forever. Yeah. But I I loved them together. Also, I think Stefan Brogan uh, directed this movie. So, shout out. Shout out to our nemesis. <laughs> um, seriously. Who um, followed me on Twitter for no reason, which I appreciate. Really? Yeah. How long does it fucking be on our stupid 
<laughs> I think it's because I tweeted something about loving Degrassi the next generation or next uh, class and he saw it and, and you're verified, followed me. So. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tweet at him though. He must have just been searching the tag That's or something. So funny. He was the classic Stefan Brogan. Oh my gosh. Right. Um, moral. Don't get fucking married in Niagara <laughs> Falls. <You> lunatics. <laughs> um, don't marry Emma. Spinner. Just don't marry Emma. Don't. I, like, I don't know. No. I don't know. They're Reach for the stars. <laughs> don't kiss your brother. Don't kiss your brother and don't get married in Niagara Falls. Oh, I love Reach for the stars. I think that's perfect. I now have that S Club 7 song stuck in my head. I just have Woody from Toy Story. Like, Reach for the stars. Oh, my God. Anyway, whatever. What? Whatever. Okay. Great vine. Do you have tweets pulled up? I do have tweets pulled up, you we have a few emails. We do, and do we have a few emails, or do we have just one? You read that one. Um, oh, I just want to say, um, my name is... Fuck, why can't I... Kialey. Kialey. Um, dressed as Jay for Halloween. I, I think it's I, amazing. It's <laughs> I'm, it's pretty amazing. Sure, I'm pretty sure I retweeted it. Um, I think we did. And then Sean says he's still waiting for whatever it takes fan fiction. <laughs> Shouts out to Sean. Um, if you guys want to write some fan fiction about all of us, he wants <laughs> that for some reason. That is a dangerous thing to ask for. He keeps saying, he's like, we should have fan fiction. I'm like, no, we should not have fan fiction. <laughs> Cody, you're in our canon now. You can you're be in our canon. God. You can be in her fan fiction. You're in our world. I Part of me would love that, and part of me is terrified. <laughs> um, and this is also from My Name is Keely, which like, I just need to say this. Kelsey, it's okay. I have I have a thing for Jason Mewes as well and understand the attraction to Matthew Lillard. Thank you for the fucking validation. Because no one else is on board for this. Yeah, no, I am I, I can't. <laughs> Thank you. No. Thank you. Jay is as dirtbaggy as I can get. Jason Mewes is a whole nother level. Matthew Lillard, I do not understand. <laughs> Listen. <He's shaggy>. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the appeal. Don't you get me at all? <laughs> No, I just meant Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Exactly. That's I part mean, of the appeal. Don't you get me at all? But that movie this, was so bad. <laughs> but he's a stoner who hunts for ghosts. That's my entire brand. But he was in the live action Scooby-Doo movie. Which was great. Does this mean no, that you wasn't. also have a weird crush on Casey Kasem who voiced Shaggy? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like, but probably. <laughs> No, I don't think Casey Kasem would be her type. He's too, like, all-American. <laughs> like, radio DJ guy. That's fair. Um, all right, and then we also have an email from Kirsten, and she says, I know we did this for next class, but if you could look at this promo photo for season 10 and describe what you expect out of the new characters and give commentary, because I think it would just be hilarious. I'm just going to have I'm going to have to back off this because yeah, I know all these people. You're just going to have to react to us. Okay. She says, I have, strong, I have a strong feeling you guys are going to love Bianca because she brings in an Alex J. Dirtbag drama vibe and just doesn't give a single fuck, especially in the beginning. She's great. Also, why the hell is Leia still here? So I'm just going to have us look at... Leia's the- still there? Leia's <laughs> still here. Apparently in this look, grid. Look, okay, I've rewatched these last couple seasons at least twice through and I always forget Leia happened. Yeah, because she's... <laughs> Like, just nothing. They don't use her very well at all. All right. Let's look at this. So I'm just going to look at the cast photo of the four new people, because everyone else we know. Um, And so... I can't see it, so I don't know who the four new people are, but... Okay, so I believe it's Adam, Bianca, Eli, and... Oh, fuck. Drew. Drew? Oh, I love all of them. So 
On the left, I know is Adam. I feel like we're going to like him. You will, Adam. He's the trans character. Yeah, right? yeah. I know about him. Adam, I love Adam. Like Adam and Fiona ended up being my favorites in this like kind of new crew of people. Right. I okay. love them so much. Know. Bianca looks like a stone cold badass, and also yeah. like she's way too old to be in high school. So Bianca, I did not like at first, but she has. Like similarly to Alex J. Spinner, like that crew, she, does she has like a Alex. she has a great character arc. She looks like a bad girl, but with a heart of gold. That's what I'm picking up from her. Like she's maybe like from the wrong side of the tracks, but we like will learn to love her. I'm here for it. Yeah, you might hate her at first, but I swear, like by the end, you're gonna be like Bianca's the best. I love Bianca. Eli looks like a douchey emo kid. <laughs> he, looks, he looks like every boy that I dated or had a crush on in high school. <laughs> he's not that douchey, but yeah, he's totally emo kid. For, for sure. Um, he drives a hearse. Just so you know. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. What are you fucking Gerard way? Jesus Get your Christ. shit together. All right. So he's, I think we know what to expect from him. Drew looks gay. He looks like he has gay face. I, I don't know if that's <laughs> offensive, but he does. He also looks like. I'm dying. Oh, god. <laughs> oh no. <Holland>. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know if that's offensive or not. He's got flannel on. He looks very all-American. He, does. he looks like sweet all-American Also, it could boy. be because he looks like my friend, my um, sister's friend, Zach, who is very I gay. don't know if it's a spoiler to say Drew is not gay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. He looks... Then in that case, he looks like he plays sports. He looks like like all-American boy, but I bet he's like a secret douchebag. Oh, man. I feel like he's not just, a secret douchebag. Uh, I feel yeah, like he's just, just like an all-out douchebag. I'm actually very curious how you'll feel about Drew, because Drew... I went up and down on Drew throughout the season. Season he's from season ten. He's in it till the end of, is it season thirteen? That's or fourteen. Anyway, um, so he's in it for a while, um, and I didn't like him at first. Although I've always loved. So he and Adam are stepbrothers, and his and Adam's relationship is one of my favorite things. Okay. Um, but I went up and down on Drew throughout the seasons. But I think ultimately I landed on really liking him. He has good character growth too. I will say. What Degrassi does well in these next few seasons is do, is character arcs. Like, characters actually really do grow and change in really interesting ways, in ways that we didn't always see them do in the, like, Next Generation crew. That's good to know. Um, also, this Wesley was not included in the new people, but apparently he becomes, like, part of the cast photo. Great. Yep. And I'm confused by that. Oh, Casey's still here in his hair. So yeah, so in the full photo, we see Adam, Bianca, Drew, Eli. Shantae has new hair. Shantae's Uh, still there? (laughs) Yes. I thought she would, didn't she, oh wow. I don't know. Why is she there forever? I don't know. She definitely should have graduated. Anya's sitting on a ladder. Fiona, Holly J, Sav, Oh, I guess Declan is not in this photo. Yeah, Declan is um, not back. Claire, really. Riley, Jenna, Wesley, Allie, Dave, Connor, who has a gross spurt, and Casey. Casey looks like he got a haircut and he's wearing a dumbass beanie. Yeah, I, Casey's not one of the characters who has a good character arc. <laughs> um, but I'm not surprised. My, I'm also glad you guys love Connor because Connor is one of my faves. Um, love Connor. Connor. Connor ends up growing up a lot. Jenna does not stay terrible forever. Um, oh, that's good to know. I mean, she's never becomes my fave, but she definitely, like, improves. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I actually am kind of excited to see how you guys, what you guys think of these characters because I, 
I have a soft spot for a lot of these people, actually. Uh, Anya, I think, ends up becoming a character I really like. Of course, how can I not? She LARPs. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I almost wore my elf ears from Halloween today just in honor of Anya, even though she's not in this movie. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, she wasn't in this. No, nope. But I, I really like Anya. Um, he's not introduced yet, but in a few seasons, or either maybe it's the following season, maybe it's season 11, there's a character named Dallas that eventually shows up who I love. Um, that ends up being one of my favorites, like, ever. Um, and basically, mostly because I'm like, oh, yeah, teen me would have been madly in love with him. Adult me is slightly in love with him. <laughs> um, very good-looking actor. Good to know. Um, oh, also, yeah. should we, is season 10, like, the carnival promo thing? Yeah. Should we watch that now, or should we just watch it in preparation we'll for watch the, it. We'll talk about it. I don't even it. know what this carnival promo oh, is. Oh, then should we just watch it so then you can see it? Because I, I never watch the promos. I just watch the episode. Let's just watch it now. Okay. So All we right. watched it. That was actually great. And um, it's really like good. Better production quality than anything else that has ever happened on Degrassi. Yeah, I feel like they got money this this season I or mean, something. I guess teen, with Teen Nick, they got more money for this show. Also, I'm like, I'm, now I'm kind of excited for season 10. Yeah. The shark, it, I, this was like the famous shark in the water carnival, whatever promo I've heard so much mm. about, but I've never seen it before. I've seen the season and had never seen this before. And I was like, oh, this was a good way to get people excited we got a couple like sneak like there were like little uh banners that had words on them that was like the two-faced girl and it was anya and it was like the girl who doesn't know her own secret and it was like jenna and casey and what was the other one it was the girl who makes boyfriends disappear right and it was bianca but yeah it was pretty cool i liked it (laughs) yeah Um, i i am very excited to hear your guys uh episode reviews for season 10 i'm pretty i'm actually kind of excited i i actually like i know you guys have been dreading it and i know i keep saying it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine but it really is like i think part of the reason it'll be fine is because you already know most of this crew it's just a couple new characters um like yeah you're losing all the original tng people but like you still got holly J and you know and sav and anya so it's like it's not like it's suddenly all new people it's an easier transition and i think it also i think Part of it is exciting because we have never seen any of this before. Like, I have zero. I have, like, a couple spoilers for what happens to some characters. But otherwise, I have zero context for, like, a lot of it. So I think watching it, it won't be, like, a retread when we watch them now. And it'll be Also, you easier. guys get to meet Adam fresh, having never met him before. It's so I'm so excited for you. Adam is, like, I love Adam so much. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm excited. Um, but if you want to be featured on a grapevine segment, <laughs> you can tweet at us at Degrassi Pod. We're on Instagram at Degrassi Pod. You can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. We're on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast at tumblr.com. You can listen to us pretty much wherever, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that'd be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you. If we had had one to do today, we would have made Cody do one. <laughs> but we this don't is, have one. <laughs> is this my first time not doing a fan fiction? I think it's your first time not doing one. I think it is. Because usually, like, you guys wind up saving one so I can do it. I know. We, <laughs> I mean, I guess we just expected to get more. So, guys, next time, just leave us more reviews. I don't know. 
Um, maybe if on the next one we can have Cody write one in for us or something. Um, oh Lord, I don't want to make. I already more. wrote you Mad Libs. What more do you That's want from true. me? Oh my God, they were so good though. <laughs> Cody, um, we've missed you. <laughs> I've missed you guys too. Um, and if you want to keep up with Cody, do you want to plug your social media? And I know you have a book coming out. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, I can actually talk about this. So um, what's funny is I actually told you guys about this book the first time we met. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I've been excited about it because it had because it had sold. But I like I was like I would love to be on your school shooting episode, but uh, I can't because I'd want to talk about my research for this book and I can't talk about the book yet. Um, yeah. so I'll explain that in a second. But yeah, so uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Cody underscore Keplinger. That's Cody with a K K O D Y. Um, and then Kaplinger is K-E-P-L-I-N-G-E-R because for some reason everyone thinks I'm saying Kaplinger and wants to put an A in there. So let me just make it clear. (laughs) Um, uh, but yeah, so I am, in case you just randomly think I'm just somebody who shows up. I mean, I am someone who just shows up, but, but, um, I am a novelist. I'm a YA writer. Um, here to defend YA. <laughs> um, As we trash. As we trash Casey. Uh, they well, get, isn't Casey like boilerplate gross well, YA guy though? <laughs> I, I think that most YA guys are much better than Casey. Well, I guess that's true. That's a good point. Maybe YA from like the 90s. Or maybe, uh, maybe the stuff that he says. Uh, he's trying. He's trying to be, trying but it's hard. bad. I yeah. I poor Kelsey and Hol- Holland get either tweets or occasionally Kelsey will get text from me being like, "Excuse me about YA stuff." <laughs> once in a while, I I'll love YA. A, once in a while, I'll just get a Cody text like, "Excuse you." I'm like, "Sorry." I trolled the YA section at Borders growing up for my life. Me too. So. <laughs> yeah, I think I just get defensive because I'm like, "This is my job." <laughs> I take it actually pretty seriously. Yeah. I think we just mean like the tropes yeah Yeah. there are tropes for sure but i will say a lot of those tropes are more tropes from like when we were in high school ya ya's changed quite a bit i'm sure that's when i yeah that's what i mean um talk about ya (laughs) that's also when we were reading ya exactly um when we were ya i was gonna say but there's a lot of really good stuff in ya right now i'm Um, actually super excited for your new book so i'll explain that so i finally got to announce uh i have a book coming out it won't be out till next year unfortunately (laughs) um because publishing is slow (laughs) um my dog is like excited too. She's over here headbutting me. Um, but it is called That's Not What Happened. It will be out next year with Scholastic. Um, and it is about a teenage girl who three years prior was a survivor of a school shooting. And shortly before graduation, um, around the third anniversary, she decides that she wants to try and set the record straight about some things that happened um, that day. Um, that were misunderstood and so it's about her and uh, the other people who survived having witnessed the shooting kind of writing writing down their own you know their own tales kind of taking back the narrative um i did a lot of research into it i have a lot of feelings about how school shootings are portrayed in tv and as kelsey and holland learned the first time i met them was like here's all the here's all my feelings about degrassi's version of a school shooting (laughs) and why i think some of it was problematic (laughs) um because i did ridiculous amounts of research i will be back before that mo- that book comes out in a year yeah. um probably so a couple times next fall yeah yeah i don't know the exact date yet but i'll be back and i'll talk about it when it does so exciting i'm, ex- I'm excited to read it <laughs> i i think it's hopefully the best book i've written it's by far the most like emotionally draining it took me a very long time to do all the research and to write it and uh 
and to get over my intense death anxiety that this book caused me to have. When you read yeah, about sure. enough mass shootings, you start panicking a lot. I'm sure. I don't know. I would imagine. Yeah. It's a rough time for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it one thing that, like, for example, it's not really a spoiler to say in the book, like, one of the things I do is I never name, like, it's set three years later anyway, but I never actually name the shooter in this case. And, like, that's a deliberate choice because of how our society tends to focus on the um, the shooters instead of the survivors or the victims. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that ends up leading to, you know, like, people often you know a lot of people who are not in a great mental space will pursue this for fame um and also if you look on tumblr at any sort of mass shooting like there's weird tumblr followings where people are just like fetishized shooters and it's really creepy <laughs> i don't want to know what dark webs of the internet you um discovered during listen i didn't get any book. darker than tumblr that was dark enough for I'm me not sure um but yeah so i basically it's just you know i have a lot of feelings and thoughts on it it was a hard book to write but i'm really hopeful that it'll be good but i'll be back before that comes out so yeah. totally I'll, I'll, you'll be back the, next season yeah yeah i'll, probably, I'll be back a couple of times yeah. before that book comes yeah. out <laughs> i'm really excited for the book. although i don't know now our seasons are much, maybe you'll have to come back multiple times in one season because there are like 44 episodes in season 10 or something it's like true that. i'll just have to come Although back multiple parters so it's i don't fine. know <laughs> we'll see. i will say the two parters i know they're daunting they're not as bad as they seem like okay. they they flow together like it's basically they're basically just like essentially degrassi just went from being a half hour show to an hour-long show, but for some reason the networks were like, we're still going to split it up into two episodes because that makes sense for no reason. I don't get that, but whatever. (laughs) But whatever. Anyway. Anyway, but Cody, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you. you. Um, I'm so glad to be here. Oh, are we plugging things? Or uh, things we love? Yeah, (laughs) recommend something. Oh, wait, you guys haven't given your social media um, stuff yet. I'm at Kelsucks with a Z at the end on Twitter and Instagram. I'm going to recommend the song Making Excuses by Mr. Heavenly. Do it. My dog agrees, I guess. Corey's on board. Um, And I'm at Hollandacular on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm going, I don't, I guess, last night I watched the movie Never Been Kissed. It's really different to watch it with 2017 eyes. Yeah. But I would still recommend it because nostalgia. (laughs) That's what I'm going to do. Josie Grozy. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, so I already said my, my Twitter is at Cody underscore Keplinger. My Instagram is just at Cody Keplinger. Um, I am going to recommend, speaking of YA, I just read a really great book. If you like murdery things. Yes. Um, I knew I had the right audience for this. Um, I just read Little Monsters by Kara Thomas. Um, this is like, uh, just came out like a couple months ago. Um, but it's this, it's a YA novel. So the characters are teenagers, but it is super dark. Um, essentially it's about a girl who moves to a, who has recently moved to a new town. She makes friends with these two girls. It's kind of an unhealthy friendship. You can tell from the start, but then when one of her friends goes missing, uh, shit gets wild. And it is, it is a kind of a mystery slash thriller. It is murdery and it is really great and there's like a little there's little elements of like local folklore like like you know and it just it's it's great i love it so much nice it kept me up all night reading and then i had weird dreams (laughs) it's my thing i guess (laughs) just watch another episode of degrassi and like dream about spinner again it's fine it will never happen twice (laughs) all right 
thank you again, Cody, for yes, coming. Thank on. you so much. For thanks for having me. <laughs> um, and thanks to Jay, as always, for our theme song. And you guys were obviously going to be doing like our week sabbatical now that we've finished season nine. Um, but we will see you next, next Wednesday for season ten. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Not this coming Wednesday. Following Wednesday. You get it. We love you. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. Bye.